His opponent from St. Petersburg, Florida, 231 pounds, Barry Horowitz. Yeah, the chocolate's yay, Brasileño. Yeah, to the back of the hat, lean back in the lap, crack the window, hear the soldier sounds and that in the back. Ain't no cat in the hat, just a cat that can rap. This is Brunson, representing Flushing Queens on the map, yeah. What up, what up, it's your boy, Brock Frolic, over here in the cut, in the cut, over there, over there. Yeah. Was it bad? <laughs> what up, what up, it's your boy, Brock Frolic, coming to you live from the spot, over there, over there in the cut. This is Turnbucks and Brass Nucks. We got Scooby Steve in the building, as always. Yeah! And Double J, just Jesse. Very weak. Here's our audience number. Yeah. Oh God. Speaking of, yeah, I was saying today. I know we follow different um, Instagram and stuff accounts, but. They're really doing really good with the media on the uh, Sami Zayn and um, Roman thing. Meaning what exactly? Well, like Sami today posted, oh, just got home to um, just got home to Montreal and he had took a picture of a towel that said, "Are you, how oozy are you feeling or something like that? And he was like, it reminded me of better days. And then oh. Roman posted something about how he's gonna take him out in front of his whole family and to just in you know ten days or whatever the holidays. I was like, ooh, okay. Good storytelling is what you're saying there, JJ. And, yes, and then they uh, WWE reposted Sheamus's thing with. Uh, with LA Knight, you know the Sheamus does that show, the workout show, the workout show, and uh, WWE posted yeah on it, which I thought was very cute. Oh. Shut up! I'm easily entertained. Okay. I guess so. Hopefully, says our audience. So there's been a lot of uh, things going on in the wrestling world. So. Take us there, Scuba Steve. Hey, hey, hey. All right. We're going to start off with the February 3rd Smack It Down, um, which starts us off in the finals for the number of contenders to the Usos, I guess. Um, Imperium versus uh, Strowman and the Flippity Doo Da Ricochet. Um, and of course, in perfect WWE fashion, the actual long-term team loses, with Imperium losing to Ricochet and Braun Strowman. Uh, entertaining match. Uh, Gunter gets the uh, gets the heave ho kind of early on, so it, at least it is a two-on-two scenario. Uh, it was solid match. I just uh, I don't know. I I guess. I, I'm more of I'd rather the actual tag team win, not the throw together team in this situation. But 
as far as max quality, it was solid. Yeah, I agree with Scuba Steve in, in terms of uh, if you're going to book tag team shit, then you figure the tag team that's actually a tag team should win it. Yeah, that's true. But if you think about it, how many times has Imperium already gone up against um, the Usos and they've lost? So, Who? I mean, Imperium? Yeah. The Usos? Yeah. Yeah, Three I was about times. to say, I can't think of once. <laughs> They've gone against them twice already. I want to say twice. At least once, but definitely twice. At least mm. at least once, but I think twice. And I think, honestly, and I've said this, I'm not a fan of Strowman. Ricochet is very good in the ring. And I everybody knows I love the flippity doo I love the technical guys. He just over-dramatizes everything for me, so I'm not a fan of him. Um, but I think together they really work well. I think they have something that, that can go somewhere. And and Strowman's gotten better in the ring in and of itself. I mean, is he the best? No. But I think together they can do something, and it breathes a little bit of life. I mean, how many tag teams do they really have? Not that many. So it'll breathe a little bit more life into that tag team division. And if they're starting to take the belts away and separate them, they need that life. Nah, I don't want it. Are you, are you confusing the brawling brutes and the Usos facing each other, possibly? No. Okay. Scoop Steve, you're going to have to research that. Already have. The only interaction on live television is when Imperium interfered with a match between uh, the Usos and yeah, I mean, the Brawling Brutes. Called up for that very long. Yeah. And now it's on September the 24th. But I'm going to keep researching as we continue on with this. And for the majority of the time, it was just Gunther and the other cat, right? I mean, the, the third one just showed up. Yeah, because it was just him and Kaiser, right? Yeah. And then Vincey just came on. Takes a losses. Vinci. Yeah. Vinci. Yeah, thank you, dude. Appreciate that. But yeah, but it's, yes. it's almost like the Chad Gable of uh, Alpha Academy. Big man never takes a losses. It's always Gable. But and then, I will say that it reminded me, and I sent you guys the, the picture uh, or the video of the uh, Ricochet versus uh, Will Ospreay. Dude, that match is sick. Talk about flipping doodah. I tell you, we'll, not, we'll stay on track, JJ, but you brought up Osprey. I've never seen somebody take a move where the, the other person is doing an offensive move, whether it's a simple clothesline or whether it's a suplex off the top, and will land on his feet like a cat. doesn't matter what you try to do this guy. He will, he will be in a upright position no matter what you try. But that that'd be another story. But since you brought that up, Rick Shea works. That was amazing. <clears throat> so to keep this flowing, we have the much anticipated SmackDown defense between the Queen and Sonya Deville. Which <laughs> let's okay. So Charlotte's already penciled into defense 
at SmackDown. Excuse me, I apologize. WrestleMania against Rhea's already called her out. So how do you throw matches like this in between? It's And it's something I'm going to talk about more when Raw pops up when we talk about it. But, of course, DeVille takes the loss. Uh, if anybody anything different, you're dumb. I mean, with that, I, I guess, you know, for one, they already had the match kind of scheduled before Rhea called her out. Well, I mean, I guess it gives Charlotte something to do, too. You know what I'm saying? Like, uh, keep her in the screens. Oh, your favorite bitch is about to wrestle. You can't throw Baszler in there or something to spice it up. But I, that's just so. it. I wouldn't, I wouldn't want to change it up, change up who she's fighting, knowing that she's already got the WrestleMania with, uh, with Rhea coming up. So, you know. If you had to put her on TV, I would put her up against somebody she's already beaten, too. Okay. JJ, what did you think? Um, I, I'm okay with it. I mean, I thought it was good. It keeps Charlotte still kind of fresh. So, you're, you know, she's still on your mind how good she is. And it gives um, Sonia airtime. Also, she's very good in the ring. He's solid. I th- I, maybe my biggest gripe is we just saw it two weeks ago. I mean, are we going to go back to that kind of booking to where we're going to see the same regurgitated match over and over? No matter the quality of the match, don't get me wrong. You know, you both, like you both said, I mean, these, these people are top notch. But again, it's just, you know. Yeah, I mean, like I said, I guess this close to Mania, I wouldn't, you know, I wouldn't want to rock the boat too much with different well, and I think they were kind of going for a little bit of continuity. Like, okay, just because, you know, WrestleMania's on the way doesn't mean that it's <clears throat> possible that she'll lose to Sonya, you know? Yeah. So I guess that's kind of what AEW's doing, and that shit is confusing yeah. as fuck. But, you know, we'll get to that in a little bit, too. Yes. Okay. So the next matchup is the more new and improved and improved again Viking Raiders against the Brawling Brutes. I love the fact we actually have two actual tag teams facing each other, even though the Brutes go down. Um, Unfortunately, uh, Butch takes the loss. Probably more importantly after this, uh, the Bang Bros, uh, Sheamus and Drew come out and decide to kind of mix it up with the – with the group. So we're not done, I guess. I I don't know, guys. What do you think? I guess we're going to go to a tag team match at – Upcoming Elimination Chamber? I don't know. It could be, or maybe Mania. Depending well, on what happens with the tag here. titles. Yeah, well, and also we're here with Mania, too, is the possibility of a, uh, the Bang Bros and uh, our Gunter. That could work, you know. JJ. I I don't know how I feel about it, to be honest. You gotta dig deep for your feelings, JJ. I I don't know. I, I don't I like hated it. That. Hated it. Yeah, I hated it. I'm gonna say that. I hated it. You hated the Bang Brothers thing or the original all of it? No, I hated all of it. All of it. I hate that they put the Banger Brothers together when they already had the um the brawling brutes. Um, 
I, I hate that wishy-washy shit that they've got going on with the Viking Raiders. I hate Valkyrie. I think her position is stupid in the fucking team. Um, I just hated it. Not to say that I don't think that they're all extremely talented. I just, it doesn't work for me. Oh, uh, JJ, I forgot to tell you that uh, check the mail today and your tickets to the haters ball has come in. All right, well, that's fine. <laughs> I didn't, uh, you know, I guess I don't mind the Raiders winning it. I mean, I, I like the Brutes. It was at least a clean, you know, finish, I guess. It was uh, it was actually the opposite of the other shit, you know what I'm saying, where the yeah. actual tag team won and that made more sense. Then we get to the so anticipated uh, Elimination Chamber Qualifier. <clears throat> The one, I, I guess the winner of this will get uh, Baze, uh, Bianca, correct, at Mania? Is that what this gimmick is? That's what the, the chamber's for, yeah. All right. So, one of these four ladies must win. Shotzi, Zelina Vega, who was, again, dressed up. I guess she's in a video game now. Good for her. Natalia and Baszler. <clears throat> this one, and we're going <laughs> to... We're talking about another chamber match at Raw coming up. How? Why do you put Natty in this scenario? These last two, the last two fucking slots of this chamber, it didn't make any fucking sense. We're gonna get to that last one, Brock. I think we're on the same page. How do you not? Okay, so Natty, who's coming back from a broken nose, but has had 112 title shots here in the last couple years, and 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 cashed in on none of them. Uh, Shotzi had her shot, no pun intended, recently. The odd person that hasn't really – why not Baszler? At least she's a credible gimmick as far as – a credible, excuse me. Yeah, but if you think about it, she cleaned house the last time she did a uh, – She beat them all. She, she beat all five other people. Exactly. So why would you put her in when you already know that the outcome? That makes her a viable threat. Do any of yeah, them. and it's and it's not supposed to Natty's be going to do crap because let's say Natty does win it, Natty's not going to beat Belair, and I'm not saying that uh, Baszler will, but at least there's some. Ooh, she won. Uh, but I mean, so here with that, the only reason I can imagine that they put Natty in is because the the shit is in Canada. Uh, so throw the Canadian in there. Um, other than I, that, there's I, absolutely no reason now. Uh, I know they didn't choose Baszler because, from what I understand, they're going to do a Baszler, uh, Rhea, uh, not Rhea, um, that other Radical business she was with. Planet. Yeah, um, tag team shit. And, you know, uh, I probably would have thrown Shotzi in there. I thought, and then and at the end of the day, Baszler versus Bianca Belair as a as a as a WrestleMania match sounds great to me. Yeah, if they, so if they I would have definitely her, yeah, be great. Been cool with that. I don't know. I don't think I would enjoy it personally. Uh, to me, Bianca is too much of a crybaby. Like even I can't, and you know I can't stand her. Your your baby mama wannabe. Um, Live. 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 I don't understand how this woman is not growing on either of you, man. She's doing so fucking good. No. Anyway, 
I well, we're going to talk about Liv in a little bit, I think. No, actually, we're not. So let's talk about it now, I guess. Yeah, no. I think Shayna versus Liz w- would be a better, would have been a better like match in my opinion than Shayna against Bianca. I just, I can't see it. Bianca, I don't think, has. I mean, it's that... two buffy bitches. Which... Yeah, just. It well, okay, so, so if that's the case, if it's because it's two quote unquote buffy bitches, are you saying you don't want to see a Ripley? Belair match? No, Hell because yeah. it's different. Me up. It's absolutely different. A hundred percent different than Shayna no, versus her. How is, it, how is it different? Shayna to me is more of a, a, a bruiser and tactician where she comes with, you know, uh, certain moves where I think uh, Rhea is a lot more versatile that I think she can carry Bianca better in a match. I Man. think Bianca and um and and Shayna would clash too much because I don't think either one of them could carry the other in the match or work well with the other in the in a match. Well, I, I, I hope that we get an opportunity to prove you wrong on that because I would love to see it to personally. Uh Bel Air uh Basil but but no, we got Natty. We got the Natty. But of the course, you need it. that punching bag. You need that one weak bitch. If you're not even going to put st- really strong, honest competition, then yeah, you're going to put a weak bitch in there. All right. So the last part is not a match, but it is a segment we're going to discuss regardless. And that is our tribal chief. Roman comes out, addresses the crowd. He wants to go one direction. The crowd is saying Sammy galore on this one. So he addresses Sammy, kind of berates him, saying he's uh, basically greedy. Uh, He tried to give him a home in the family, and Sammy screwed it up. It was using him, yeah. Sammy attacks. I was, this surprised me a little. I wasn't sure. I wasn't sure if they were going to play the game. Let's keep him off TV for, for a hiccup. But knowing what happens at the end of this attack explains why. We're going to go back to the Canadian uh, gimmick that uh, Brock was talking about. He jumps the tribal chief. And then Jimmy, Jimmy and Solo come out for the save. They beat him up right before Solo was going to uh, decapitate him like he did Riddle with the chair in the throat in the corner. Tribal Chief gets in Sammy's face, tells him, you know, if you want this belt, that's fine. If you got something I want, I'm going to take you on that chamber in Montreal. And it's for the belt. So, great segment. I like the, again, it surprised me, but I was, I was impressed, you know, booking Sammy the way they did. Uh, coming in, taking it right to the Chief. It took the two other boys coming in to, to, you know, subdue him. And this leads us into, I would assume, the main event at uh, Elimination Chamber, which is next Saturday. Is that right, guys? Next Saturday? Is that next Saturday, right? I think so. Uh, But we did forget to mention the fact of the uh, missing Jey Uso. Well, mention it. So apparently he didn't show for the show, 
and uh, Roman was giving um, mm-hmm. the two brothers shit about not knowing, you know, where he was or hearing from him. So that was interesting. JJ? I thought it was so good. Very well written, well done all around. Him gaslighting the uh, the other two, you know, at the end. Um, I thought it was good. <clears throat> I like it. I mean, I can't. How can you not like this storyline? I mean, it, it it's it's checked all the boxes. It, it, uh, I, I think it's fantastic, and it's a great way to end the show because everybody goes home happy. Because well, even though they still got to see their uh, their Sami Zayn, so that ended smacketh downeth. Then comes the rampage right afterwards by AEW. Um, um, I t- they do a great job to do stuff in one hour and to do some of the matches they do. I don't know how they keep it right at the hour. Like they don't really extend it. Like on. Wednesday nights, they'll, they'll push it to, like, maybe an extra five, six, eight minutes. But uh, they've got four basic matches here, which starts off the, the elite against the firm, which basically is Ethan Page, Matt Hardy, and Isaiah Cassidy. Cassidy is so underrated. This guy is – you talk about not – as, not as much, but uh, this guy can fly. He's good. He's got – <laughs> He did an arm drag off the top rope that I've never seen, and it, it was fantastic. But basically, uh, since they already had announced at the very beginning of the show that the, the Elite was going to face uh, Top Flight on Wednesday for the titles, I think they let that slip because this was for the titles. So um, the announce crew tried to kind of backtrack. So, well, that's if they win. So they kind of – not that anybody thought that the, the Elite were going to lose, but I thought that was kind of ch- – funny especially speaking about the charlotte match and what we're going to talk about in a little bit so anyway uh elite win but it was pushing the split between uh hardy and page uh, i guess hardy's going to go back to the broken uh persona uh but i, I liked it these guys work pretty well together um opinions i'm just over the whole firm shit you know what i'm saying like it, it's not working you know and it it once again, it, uh, the the guy on Wrestle Talk, you know, when he talks about the firm, he he uh, edits in the clip of uh, Mean Girls where huh? the Mean Girl says, "Stop trying to make fetch happen. It's not gonna happen." And you know, he but he replaces fetch with the firm and shit, and it's it's not it's not happening. You know what I'm saying? And no, I, I like Stokely. I think he's a great manager piece. Yep. He just needs to build a better stable. I also like Ethan Page, but I don't like him at the same time. Sounds like a toy. But I mean, match quantity, quality, as you know, as it must go. I mean, how much better can the Bucks and fucking this dude Omega be? You know what I'm saying? Like, it's crazy. It, it really is crazy how fucking good they are. To do a best out of five, and or seven, excuse me, seven, and go the distance and have every match be different between them and the Death Triangle, but all the matches be screw your system, Dave, but five star, if you will, or four star, or whatever. 
and everything's different. It's just it's just unreal. And they not that the firm needed some help as far as carrying the match, but if anybody's going to carry, I mean, us three can face the the uh, the elite and actually look like we belong in the ring. That's how good they are. Uh, JJ, what do you think? That was a good match. I thought it was a good match. I didn't mind it. Um, I I like honestly. On the contrary, I like that they're making the some kind of cohesiveness finally for the the firm because he was collecting people left and right, and then all of a sudden there was nothing. So that they're doing anything at all, I'm okay with it. And they're working that story of uh, Hardy and and what's his name, you know, arguing. So I'm okay with it. You know, I wonder, because if you remember, guys, it was the firm and mass and stuff that helped MJF get the chip for his title shot. And then they kind of went left on it, and MJF kind of blew them off, saying, I don't need you guys. I wonder if there was supposed to be a different angle, and, and it changed, because that would have been an interesting stable if MJF was still like was a part. It seems like he was supposed to be and then wasn't. I wonder if they kind of went left on it and then that kind of changed the firm's narrative. And now they just quite don't quite know exactly what's... Uh... Yeah, I mean, I would get rid of, of the of uh, Matt Hardy and um, the... What's that other cat? You thought not Ethan Page, you thought Cassidy? Cassidy. I would... I would get rid of them out of the out of the thing. I would take Lee Moriarty out of it too. It's funny, you know. I, I, it's funny that the black manager and I don't want him to manage any black dudes, but it's just, it's just those are the, the those are the, the the weak links to me. And I don't know Moriarty's solid, and I'll be honest, Cassie's not bad, but he's he's a no. They, I mean, but see, but they're, they're great in ring, but you got to be more than a good in ring character. You got to be a character character. And those guys don't. Lee Moriarty has no personality. The 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 New York dude has personality, but I don't think he works with their ideal. You know what I mean? Like I think he should be by himself and do his own thing. Um, I like um, Ethan Page. I would stay with the with Big Cass and build off of that. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah, like yeah, maybe a couple of more cats. Big Bill. That's Is that what you're calling Cass now? Big Bill. Start to phone him. Yeah. Dude, but he is lean, man. I tell you what, he is not a big cast anymore. You know, he is he is leaned and he's doing his own thing. And I, I definitely I definitely see a difference in him. But yeah, it was uh uh you talked about a great in, in ring performer, and we're gonna go to Swerve Strickland here. Uh I don't know why the announcers keep saying this, so I guess they want to beat it into our head. He's going after second generation wrestlers now and this one this week happens to be brian pillman jr who i don't have i mean i like him i think he's i think he's solid but it's like he was the next big thing in the independence he signs with AEW, and unless you watch dark on a regular basis you don't see him wrestling for AEW very much but again, this is this is such a good match. I like them both, but man, swerve, a get do your yes. own thing, or but it doesn't matter. This guy's just a genius in the ring, and and you know, 
he touched on him a little and he did pretty well. And, and for them to get rid of him, I would rather them get rid of Flop Dollar and the other cat. But that's way back. But Swerve, underrated. Guys, talk to me. Yeah, no, Swerve is fucking awesome. Yeah, I don't want but I mean, Swerve is amazing. Character-wise, he's great. He's great in the ring. I agree, though. Get rid of the two dudes. He doesn't need them. Yeah, no, it's, it's, I think, it, if anything, it's a detraction, a detractor. Now, if this is something to quote unquote protect him once uh, Lee comes back, then that's, you know, but right now, he, they're, they're just buffoons on the side. So, um, but, you know, the, the three of them jump him for a little bit, and Dustin Rhodes comes for the save, which I think does set up a match for them next week. And then we have the, Soraya, Tony Storm in action as a team against the Renegade Twins. Now the Renegade Twins uh, are the same people that a week ago faced Baker uh, and Hater. So I guess this is what you can do, we can do better. Uh, which is sad because the Renegade Twins, as Brock mentioned last week, aren't half bad. But you put them against the Hater and DMD last week and now you're facing Soraya and Tony. You, you can see what the writing on the wall. So they win, but then they're starting to put these, uh, starting to do their NWO impersonations, and they're spray painting the letter L on their opponents now. <sighs> sure, whatever. Who, who wants to talk about this? Because I don't. I mean, yeah. I can't see me the one I mean, it. <laughs> no, you'd be like. You are the biggest hater of women's wrestling. I, 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 well, listen, I will say what one thing. Tony Storm's, uh, what, what did she call it? The the ass attack or the butt attack? What did she do? When the the opponent's like sitting down and she just runs in and slams her ass. Uh, Asuka has the same little movie. What, is it, what was that called? The hip attack? Is that what it is? I don't know. Dude, it, they make it look like nasty. Uh, two weeks ago when she did that to uh, Soho, she did it again to one of the, uh, and I don't know which one, sorry, ladies and gentlemen, the, one of the Renegade twins or twins, can't tell them apart. Uh, it looks like she kills them. Just just freaking kills them. The, the cameraman's in perfect position. But anyway, um, this is just all going to lead up to, I guess, uh, the one group will be the original ladies, if you will, and one group will be the non-original ladies of AEW. Um, then... <laughs> Then we have Rush versus Christopher Daniels. We're going to talk more about Rush, I think, a little bit later. Uh, this match was okay. This is something that uh, they're taking away from ROH because they did, I guess, fight. Uh, they both were ROH champs at one point. Um, it was a decent match, but then at the end, uh, Rush takes over uh, because they are pushing the match they announced during this, Rush versus uh, the dragon. So, uh, American dragon, man, guys. I mean, it, it was solid in ring. You know what I mean? Yeah, you can't, decent. you can't fuck with, with Christopher Daniels too much. You know what I mean? Like he's really, really, really good. And it, rush, you know, uh, he's good, dude. He's and good. you know, and, and the one that in the match that we'll talk about later, I thought he was fucking excellent. So, Jeez. 
Man, so, both those guys should be arrested for assault. No, and you know, Chris, let me, you know, and off topic, fucking Brian Danielson in this lead up to the MJF match has had three of the greatest matches. And, you know, with different types of opponents uh, all over the world, you know, Japan, Mexico, you know, he's he's playing the globe. I think, um, but I think it's ultimately we're, we're looking at his last run. JJ, I don't got much to say. Um, we'll talk more about Danielson in a little bit with the match you're discussing. Let's close this out of AEW Rampage. Now, guys, are we going to quickly go through uh, Vengeance Day from NXT or are we going to just go right into Raw? Talk about it. You want to talk about it? Talk about it. Let's talk about sex, baby. All right. So, ladies and gentlemen, we don't uh, speak too much, but this was a, a pay-per-view or premium live. I don't really give a shit. Oh, damn good, for the most part. Wesley impressed the living shit out of me against Jack. I like that they brought him back. I'm not sure if I love this uh, gimmick of justice. His justice is that I guess when he lost the North American belt, it was in like a three-way. He never actually lost it. Uh, storyline from time. Hey, you didn't beat me, so it's really my belt. And the size difference between these two is unbelievable. He, Wesley may be my favorite seller right now in wrestling because Dijak killed him about 10 times in this match. And the West just kept kicking out, kicking out, kicking out. And it was just, it was terrible. To a point as far as great ring work, but Lee was just getting destroyed. Fought back valiantly. Um, for some reason, Tony D'Angelo and Stats comes out because they have an issue with Dijak. Very slight um, breaking concentration. Lee hits his finisher, scores the win. But during the match, as JJ and I are watching it, Dijak's fiddling. Like, uh, I think he, well, you find out later he did. I think he popped one of his fingers out, so he had to pop it back uh, in. At the end of the match, I I think it was his right uh, ring finger, and it started straight, and then it took a hard right-hand turn where it snapped. Uh, wouldn't have known it if he how long he was wrestling with it, but this I love the match, and I have a even higher respect for Wesley. What would you guys think? Well, I mean, yeah, I mean, fucking Wesley impressed me tremendously. But also, this dude, Dijak, is so good for a guy his size. You know what I'm saying? Like, he moves around that ring like a guy half his size. And I think that's pretty fucking awesome. JJ, what you think? Uh, I thought, honestly, it was probably the best match of the night, if not one of the best. I'm gonna I'm gonna go along with that. We'll talk about some other matches that were solid, but I I know it's just the first match, but I was thinking there's no way they can top this. So let me go. Uh, we have got Carter and Chance, who are the champions, longest reigning NXT Women's Champions, I believe they did say, facing the unlikely team of James and Henley. Basically, storyline between these two girls is one is a heel, one is a face, but they are dating. 
the tag team brothers, so they're trying to get along. Um, the match is okay. No, uh, both of them. I'll think of the names in a moment. I want to apologize that I do not have that top of my head. There is a tag team in NXT for which they are not brothers; they're buddies. Excuse me, my, my apologies. Uh, but they're dating the the team, so they're trying to be friends, even though the one girl is squeaky clean, doesn't want the other girl to cheat. The other girl's going to do whatever it takes to win. And that wins out because some uh, little shenanigans. Uh, Henley ends up uh, covering Carter and then held the legs down. So uh, the good girl wins but doesn't realize the bad girl's holding the legs to the point for which she the good uh, tag team couldn't kick out. So they're no longer the tag team champs. It is now Henley and James. JJ, we watched it. What you think? I thought it was a really good match. Actually, very good. Even for a thrown together tag team, I thought it was very good. Okay. Uh, yeah, I mean it's good. I, I, it's a good basis to to build your eventual, you know, like main roster women's tag team division around. So, as long as they keep those together, and you know. Doing tag team shit, I feel like yeah, that that'll be cool going forward. No, I I I am glad you said that. We're not gonna talk about it, but unfortunately probably one of the my favorite women's tag teams did the split where they re they reenacted the Shawn Michaels Rocker split. Uh so yes, keep the tag teams together. Um you've that got plenty of talent. That broke them apart. What's that? That sucked that they broke them apart. Yeah, well, I kind of jumped the shark on that one, so we'll uh, we'll get to that in a second. Where do, this is a weird one. Apollo Cruz, Carmelo Hayes, Carmelo Hayes. I he is just banger, 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 banger. So, sorry, Seamus, but this guy, he's great. I've always respected Apollo Cruz. A guy of his physique and his speed and agility is amazing. So basically, this is going to be a two out of three falls. A match that goes way off script. The script normally says one wins one, one wins the other. We go to a third. This does not happen. Carmelo wins with a tap out on the first uh, on the first fall. Second fall gets kind of chaotic. Uh, where I want to say this correctly, Gabba Cato, formerly Commander Aziz, who was the right hand man of the Prince Apollo. Swartz off uh, a run-in uh, with Trick Williams, but Apollo still loses. So his his guard comes back, saves him from a two-on-one, yet he then still takes the finisher and loses clean. I don't mind that part. I didn't quite understand until about two minutes later why uh, – Dabba Kato was there, but then Dabba gives him a problem and then fucks him up. So he's only out there to get some heel heat by beating up uh, Cruz. The match was great. I would maybe it's good. I was surprised that it didn't go one one and then two one. You know, keep me guessing. I like it. Um, but it was a good match. I the bad part is the ending. I didn't like. The, the ending at all, guys. 
No, it was a really good match, and uh, but uh, what a shitty ending, man. You know what I'm saying? And you know, I had high hopes when Apollo Cruz went back to NXT. Agreed. And it just seems like they're just doing the same bullshit with him over there. What's up with that? Yeah. What's up with that, JJ? What's up with that, JJ? What's up with that? Totally agree with with what you guys said. I mean, it's the match was fantastic. It it was really well done, but that whole Commander Aziz bullshit to me was just really, really, really stupid. And not to pat myself, but you can ask JJ. As soon as the match is over, it's like the. He's gonna turn right now. I know, it's the it'd be the only yeah, reason. Yeah, he's gonna start was, coming. Yeah, very so quickly. And, and again, for a dude that you know, what I'm saying like, not every big fucking dude needs to be a fucking wrestler. Omas. but you know, um, better Omas. than fucking Omas. Omas. He had his match against Omas, and they fucking put Omas over, which to me was absolute bullshit. They didn't even make it look halfway interesting. Yeah, I, I you know what I'm saying? Like, it, I would, if you look awkward walking, then you shouldn't be a wrestler. And all these niggas look fucking awkward walking. You know what I'm saying? Like, okay. so I don't understand why they let them fucking uh, keep going. Uh, it's okay. Especially since, supposedly, Vince is out of the uh, doing the booking. As everyone knows, if you were six, eight, or taller or bigger, you got his attention no matter what. So, but yes, this guy is not close to being any type of athletic big man, unfortunately. So, but anyway, the match itself, though, uh, I we're going to talk about him in a hiccup here, but Carmelo Hayes, man, that guy. If I I would love to see, and I tell you, Trick Williams is a great corner man. Man, I don't think he's a manager. They're boys, whatever. But uh, if he gets called up, it's got to be with Trick. Them two together are, are gold. So we go to our four, fatal four way for the tag team championships. Uh, we've got the former champs, the pretty pretty deadly Chase University. I I've. Some I've become a fan of lately. Um, of course, Chase is from where this is uh, being taped, so they, there was a the, the local crowd loved him. Gallus and New Day, so interesting, really good. Uh, this this match had so many false finishes and it's ups and downs. You're thinking you're riding a roller coaster, um, and I did not mind. I love them. I didn't mind New Day dropping this. They had it. I hate to say it longer than I thought. I thought it'd just be a hiccup and they'd be transitioned immediately to something else. Gallus comes, scores the win, new tag team champs. But overall, all four teams, really, really good. Loved it. And and they were four teams. They weren't a throw together. So I really enjoyed that too. Gallus, not as well known, but I didn't mind seeing them take the belts. Guys, take it away. <clears throat> yeah, uh, I was okay with New Day dropping the belts. Um, 
I think, uh, unfortunately, I think Chase U is a stupid ass fucking gimmick, and I can't stand that shit. I'm starting to like it though. I said, I'm definitely not. You you don't fuck anybody fucking wrestling in a sweater vest, bro. You need to fucking stop. Same thing. No, no, I'm not. That's why we're siblings. She hates them too. But, you know, what I said was I'm surprised I've kind of turned that way, but I don't, you know, I don't mind them. But it was a decent match at the end of the day, um, and I think it, it built stock for all the tag teams involved. And you know, just like you said, it was four tag teams, and that you know is something that we've definitely uh, harped on before. That if you're gonna have a tag division, it might as well be with tag teams. Agree. Mm-hmm. Agreed. Well, this brings us to um, the freeway with Roxanne Perez, Gigi Dolan, and J.C. Jane. So, of course, Gigi, the uh, toxic attraction, uh, they blame Perez. My baby. For, huh? Oh, My baby more. Gigi. Not the baby Gigi? The baby Gigi. So, they, of course, do the heel. We're going to work together for a while. And it, and it lasts longer than I anticipated. But then, of course, they did it very intelligently where the first bad guy to get a one-on-one on Perez was Jace, uh, excuse me, JC Jane, because Gigi Dolan was outside. She got hit by Perez. And then vice versa, later on in the match, Dolan got her one-on-one time with Perez because uh, JC Jane got, uh, you know, kind of knocked silly out in the ring. Then when it first came to shove, the heels are costing each other pin opportunities. Very predictable in that aspect. Um, it, it did not surprise me that Perez won. As far as a, a three-way, this was it, it was well done. Um, and it, it, it kind of set us up for, we're not going to talk about the show, but set us up for the Tuesday night show where uh, Toxic Attraction is no more. So, but it was solid. I'm not going to harp on it one way or the other. Guys? Yeah, I mean, they definitely did it well to protect uh, Perez. You know what I'm saying? They they left the the, the heavy lifting to Gigi and, and JC, and I think that's the, the best way they could have gone about it. Um, I liked the, 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 you know, the dissension between the two, which led to the, the split, um, unfortunately. Um, I'm not a fan of them splitting. Especially since my boo got the worst end of the stick on that one. Oh man, she showed her the door, didn't she? Oh, she sure did. But and I liked. <laughs> I thought it was cool that they did that kind of rockers thing. And, and I remember, I don't know who was it that made mention of it, but they were like, "Can you tell that Shawn Michaels is is uh, is doing this shit?" You know what I'm saying? Now, was she? I wonder though. Speaking of that, was her head supposed to? Was she supposed to go all the way through the door? You think, just like the window? And the door didn't cooperate because the door, they didn't do it very intelligently. The door was goes outward, and they try to push it inward, and that's not how the door was hinged. So right, it, yeah, it, man, she took a lick, bro. She took a lick in it, and then she stomped her into it again. So again, I no, wish they were together. She showed her a show a picture of herself on uh, Instagram, man, and she she got scarred up. Huh? JJ, what'd you think of the thriller match? Um, I couldn't stand the match, and I really just dis- I I don't like the fact that they um separated them because I thought they were brilliant together. Like, there's few people that 
really make a great tag team. I thought that they did, and it's sad that they. No, and, and not only that, but you know what I'm saying. Like what I was hoping for, because Bailey was doing the ding dong shit, is what we were setting up was Toxic Attraction versus fucking uh, Damage Control. They teased it. That's they did tease that. They got me on that one. They got me. Yeah. Yeah, you know, they actually teased it during the during the fucking segment too and then pulled that stupid shit. But you know WWE loves a good swerve. Except you know, for if your last name is Strickland. Nice. So that brings us to uh the main event breaker Waller, of course, as Brock sent to us earlier. Maybe there's legit heat. Maybe there's not. Uh, there was a... Was that an Instagram? Yeah. Uh, okay, Instagram showing uh, Waller in the training center throwing the, some verbal back and forth with uh, uh, with the champ. And sorry, so some water. The champ, champ said he wasn't thirsty. Was I'll be honest. I They did a good job because he was throwing some haymakers in there. Uh, it wasn't like watching two NBA players fight. They were... Uh, the champ was trying to lay into him. But anyway, so this is a cage match. <clears throat> I No, I don't like it. I thought it kind of sucked. I really do. It was – I don't know whether – of course, after the match, he has heat with uh, Michaels supposedly caught on a conference call, conveniently enough. Um, I, I didn't like the match. Funny I'll take this because I'm done. I'm done even saying it's there. Oh, I thought it was garbage, and especially for the event. Uh, you know, to be honest with you, I didn't mind the match at all. I mean, maybe uh, you guys watch NXT more than I do, so maybe you guys have higher expectations. Um, From Waller, for sure. Well, you know, but this is the thing, you know what I'm saying? It, his stock went up, in my opinion, at least for me. Now I'm interested to see him do shit. Um... You know, Braun Breaker is Braun Breaker, you know what I mean? Like, I don't know. I guess maybe that's it, too. I don't like Braun Breaker, so I think he's overrated. I think he's uh, got a hell of a lot of fucking nepotism going on. Which which would be weird, to be honest with you, because um, notoriously, Sky Steiner and Triple H did not get along. Oh, um, So... Rick the nepotism there would be very, very weird. Even though he's Rick's son, not Scott's son, but still. Yeah. Yeah. Um, to have nepotism there would be weird, to say the least. Um, but I, I think they do play off the fact that he's a second-generation wrestler. They love a good second-generation wrestler. So, you know, <laughs> uh, we'll see. You know. I think it's too early to tell with a lot of these cats. And then, you know, Braun Breaker had the dubious distinction of being the head of NXT when Vince changed it to that stupid shit. So he's always going to have that kind of association with that garbage-ass product. So, you know what I mean? I think that that holds true to why we, you know, we look at him a certain way. But he has all the tools. Um... I would definitely tweak certain aspects of his uh, persona, but you know those are all things that you know he's still he's still a baby. Which you know time? what I mean. So yeah. that being said, before we go on 
any further, Bro. we're going to take a pause for the cause and pay the sponsors for sponsoring us. Uh, this week, we are sponsored by uh, Nobody and Nothing. Oh, no, I disagree. I am currently sponsored by Tito's. Oh. Well, you know, if Cheetos don't pay us no money, we ain't fucking saying their name. So. <laughs> what's, that, what's that song, JJ, I like? It's, uh, what does the guy say? I'm, I'm, I'm drinking, what do you say? Seagram, I'm drinking singers because I like it and they're paying me for it. Cheetos <laughs> is not paying me for it, ladies and gentlemen, but I like it anyway. But anyhow, like he said, we're going to pause for the cause. Yeah. His opponent from St. Petersburg, Florida. 231 pounds, Barry Horowitz. All right, so we're back here. Turn bucks and brass nugs. <clears throat> Steve, where, where are we at in the proceedings this evening? Raw. Yeah. We're the Raw. February 6th. Um, uh, just some uh, stuff at the beginning, nothing made. We're going to start. They're, they're doing these qualifiers for Raw to do, get in the chamber. Um, the first match sees Angelo Dawkins and Damian Priest put on a show, in my opinion. Uh, you know, this, this may be the first of many splits as far as Ford and himself. We'll talk about that in a second. As far as doing some singles, um, you know, the word way back, Vince wanted Ford in the singles game a lot earlier. I'm glad they didn't pull the trigger, but I tell you, if, if they did now, I think actually Angela Dawkins would be fine. Uh, this this match is great. Priest, who in a lot of, let's be honest, a lot of tag matches with the Judgment Day, whether it's Escon Dom or whether it's even Finn, Damien takes a lot of the match himself. And it shows. He is he has improved himself. Great match. Priest wins. I fucking love this match, especially as an opening match. What do you guys think? I thought it was great. I thought it was a great match. Um, I have always thought that they're both very good, Dawkins and Priest. Oh yeah. Oh, we're gonna talk about we're gonna talk about Ford in a little bit, but who boy. Yeah, everybody's like, oh, Dawkins has gotten better. He's always been good. Just nobody paid attention to him. No. I think, too, though, he's, he's a little more able than he was before. And as, as a big, big dude around the race myself, he has gotten into so much better shape, which I think allows him to do moves. Yes. Or at least make those moves look easier than it did before. He was always athletic. I yeah. think he's highlighting himself more mm. than what he used to. Yeah. But yes, he was super impressive in this match, as was um, Damian Priest. I think you know, at least with this chamber, they're they're pulling all the right fucking uh, moves. You know what I'm saying? And and I'm very uh, anxious to see what happens. Not that even the, the only thing about it that sucks is that it's only for the U.S. title. I don't uh, you know what, though. Since we're, I don't mind that. I don't. I'm cool with that. I mean, well, I mean like, for make it seem important, man. Shit. I think it's you know the fact that it's for something is cool and and, and everything like that. But you know, um, 
it, it it's a cooler thing when you know, like the women, you know what I'm saying? The the Royal Rumble winner gets one champion and the fucking Elimination Chamber winner gets the other champion. I think that's a cooler build up going into WrestleMania. Um, so the, the, that's the reason why I say it's only for the U.S. title. So it's, you know, it's not as cool. But still, uh, you know, they're doing things that you didn't, you don't expect them to do. You know what I'm saying? Like they, they're letting new cats in, you know, which we will bring in uh, later with uh, Montez Ford. But, uh, yeah, it was a good, it was a good match. Great opener. JJ. I already said I liked it. Yeah, she did. I know, but I thought maybe shouldn't expand. Now, we're not going to talk about this, but for maybe a minute, what led this match, what led Raw in this match was uh, Edge, Edge and Beth, the Glamazon. They come out. Edge is frisky. She's standing there kind of like a statue at the very top of the uh, walkway, and he's going back for the crowd, cannot stop slapping his wife's ass, which, so be it, your wife. And she just shoots him a look and says, fucking stop. And it, it was so funny. It was just hilarious. Way too long, way too long in the promo. That's why I didn't really get into it. But basically, I led Judgment Day to come out. And the numbers game until Ford and Dawkins came out, which led right into that match. So that kind of led in. The good thing about this, though, it was so good to see ex-con Dom. Unfortunately, Mommy was not available. She was doing some promo tours, evidently, in Australia. That was not a good accent. And uh, ex-con Dom takes a, I think it's called a glam slam. It's been a while since I've seen her wrestle. And he look on his face as he's lifting him. I'm not sure if that's the face he made the first night he was in the pen, but it probably was. Now, Oh, I love the fact that she fucked him up. <laughs> that, uh, well, it ties into the, was, the, the was, match. That made everything uh, uh, worthwhile. But, uh, you know, I'm assuming that at least finally we're getting to the, the edge, of, you know, the mixed tag shit. Uh, I would they assume. Agree, that, yeah, they agreed to it during that hour-long promo. Yeah. So, yeah. Uh, Sorry, that's kind of dumb. But hold on. Why aren't they going? Well, I guess because Finn is the leader, I guess. But. Why are they going? It should be ex Dom. It definitely should be ex Dom. And, and mommy versus the Glamazon and the uh, the actually superstar. Ready to now. Yeah. I liked it. So uh, this this poor chap. We talked about him last. We've talked about him for several weeks. Baron Corman takes the loss to Dexter Loomis during the match and even prior to, as far as how they demeanor was when they walked down. They are tearing apart. JBL and the wrestling god known as Baron Corbin. Uh, Baron takes loss clean. Uh, I, I'm a I am a mark for Dexter Loomis. I don't care. I'll take the heat on it. I like the cat. Um, they will get traction with him at some point, hopefully like they did at NXT. Um, but he, Loomis hits the big side slam for the W. And again, caused a little more riff later on in the program. There's a promo between the two of them, him and JBL. He kind of brushed off the loss, said, hey, where we, what steakhouse are we going to go to? Where are we going to head out? And he's like, I don't associate losers. So it looks like the relationship between JBL and him are done. Um, 
match quality, it, it wasn't about the match. It was about storytelling as far as them two. I, I give it thumbs up if you will, because Dexter likes the thumbs up. I'm giving it for him. Guys? Nah, that's a piece of shit. Honestly. That's yeah. what I anticipated. JJ, I already know your opinion, but let our two listeners know. I mean, it was all right for me. It, I like Dexter Loomis, so that they're highlighting him a little bit, and they're putting some kind of new spin again on, or highlighting some story on um, on Corbin. That's cool. I'd say what's funny about this, uh, um, while I was watching it, uh, Tone just got home, so he walks in, you know, says hello, and we're watching the match, and we both we did about two minutes talking shit about the fact that Loomis had to have such a shitty tattoo at some point that he had to cover his whole arm in black. Um, I I don't get the dude uh, the, like the everything about the presentation the the everything about him is just whack. I don't like it, and only uh, exceeded by my dislike for fucking Baron Corbin. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> I respect so, the shit out of Baron Corbin, though, man. I do. I, I do. Uh, yes, I, I give. You, you that. If you tell him to go do go go put somebody over, he's gonna fuck put him over the best he can. You know, and he's decent, and he's definitely a, a good in ring performer. Yeah. Um, he he has such a better shtick in NXT. I kind of feel bad for him uh, that he started losing his hair like that to make him have to fucking shave it. I don't know what to do with him at this point. You know what I'm saying? And I hope they do find something viable for him to do. But, you know, I could give two shits what he does at this point. What do you think about this, though, since he got he got dumped by JBL? Did you mentioned his persona before, NXT, and even then when he did come into the, the main roster, if you will, going back to the lone wolf gimmick. Yes, it's tougher to do, but he, let's be honest. It's not like he had a lock of hair either. Okay, he was using that shit from like twelve years old. No offense. Don't don't hit me in the jaw, you. Uh, I think you he looks better bald, personally. You fucking golden uh, glove fucking champion. Yeah, you know yeah let's saying? not let's not hit the fat guy. Yeah, I mean, I I think he he looks better bald, personally. I cannot. I've never been able to stand Baron Corbin. Do I respect his talent? Absolutely. And do I respect the fact that no matter what they throw at him and tell him to do, he does it 110%. He gives it everything. I respect that. But I can't set his character, never have, never will. Um, I'm just hoping they do something better with him. His face when uh, JBL kind of walked off and broke up with him, if you will, was classic. I mean, holy shit. So, Just briefly before we before we yeah. continue, let me do my obligatory complaint uh, rant about Impact Wrestling real quick. Oh, Turn the TV off, Rock. Holy shit, fuck, man! This fucking and I'm, I'm looking at the audience and I'm like, it's a full fucking audience. Who the fuck goes to watch this shit? Look how small the place well, is. You're so watching it on TV, dumbass. I mean, you're, this is bad. I mean, I watch it because I'm a fan of wrestling and I'm looking to scout. I've always watched Impact as a way of scouting for WWE. You know what I'm saying? I, and honestly, that's the original reason I started watching Impact way back in the day was to scout people for, for WWE. Let me see who here can I say 
is worthy of going to the WWE. Like AJ Styles back in the day. Yeah. AJ Styles, Samoa Joe, Samoa, uh, Bobby, uh, Bobby Roode. The list goes on and on, but that's not even the the, the point. This shit right here is such a fucking clusterfuck of garbage. And I kind of feel bad for the for the people that I know that are super talented that actually work this show, you know what I'm saying? And who are keeping it going, you know what I'm saying? And to the point that, uh, you know, that New Japan is fucking doing the, like a forbidden door with these motherfuckers. Yeah. Easy picking. Right, so, now that we've had our TNA sucks segment, but you know what, Brock, I appreciate the segue, talking about sucking, this this is, ugh, the other uh, ladies elimination chamber qualifier, Carmella. Hyper Niven. The only thing I like, I, I, I hope they let, I'm glad they gave her name back. Let her get her stick back and let her go do what the fuck she does because she's better than what they're fucking letting her do. Versus Mia Yim, that's her name this week, versus Candice LeRae. Fuck it. Carmella won. That's all I'm saying. Somebody take it. But like, anybody but Carmella would have been a fucking great choice to put into that fucking chamber. And it would have shown the new way that WWE is going. And yet this seems to, to quote Jesse, this seems like a fucking Vince maneuver. You know what I'm saying? Like who in the fuck thought that Carmella was the best choice to throw in that fucking chamber? You know what? Let's not even talk about it. Move on. Yeah, let's move on. Is that okay? All right. I am excited about this one. Kind of. We have two, I guess, tag teams going against each other. Alpha Academy, and I'm going to call them the fucking hurt business. I don't give a shit. It's Shelton Benjamin, Cedric Alexander, who actually come out with MVP. Yeah, I don't Um, know how much more hurt business can you be than that. (laughs) They're not official. It's not a. Fi- it's not Facebook official. It's yet. not official, uh, but yeah, no, it's not Facebook much official. Hurts. Yeah, I follow MVP when he puts on there, you know, that they're official. But I'm calling it that way anyway. Um, you know, a couple distractions here, there, but no physical contact, so it's a clean win. And of course, as I mentioned before, Gable takes the uh, takes the loss after a lumbar check from Alexander. I like the match. I like where this shit's going. Um, bring it. Just, just, just don't bring Omos though. Leave Omos someplace else. But bring, uh, bring Bobby. Let's get the band back together. Um, I don't know, JJ. Talk to me. Uh, I don't got no words. You don't have words. No, man, that's a first. Brock, I know you got words. I definitely have words. Uh, well, basically, we're looking at a match that that was sole purpose was to show that the hurt business was coming back. That's that's the only reason it, it was there. That being said, for for people or who or a person who has been touting real tag teams since the start of this uh, episode, I'm pretty much done with Alpha Academy. I think they both need to move on and do something else. Well, they're setting up. You remember last? Remember? You remember last week when the uh, uh, the 
maximum maximum male models. Am I saying that right? Maximum male models. Yeah, when they yes. showed interest in yeah. in, or she in did. Uh, so maybe that's the direction they go. Little by little, they've been letting Otis do some of his old shtick, slapping his belly and doing the worm and the elbow. So I think you're right. I I feel bad because if that when excuse me that happens, I think uh, what do you do? Gable is just so fucking talented. But they're just going to ask him to put everybody and their mother over, instead of actually giving that giving that guy a push he deserves. But uh, but yeah, you're right. I, you know, I'd like to you know once again you know if they brought back uh, a cruiserweight division, let him you know let him be the, the 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 franchise player at first, and then you know let him ride off into the sunset because he definitely deserves something. Uh, I. I he, I wish, and I don't know what happened to the other cat, but you know what I'm saying. I wish that the original tag team, the Alpha Males, was was uh, Jason, uh, um, Jason Jordan. Yeah, he became. uh, I know he became uh, a producer, but I don't know why he stopped wrestling. Was it injury uh, or they fired back? But I don't know. Go ahead, TJ. I'm sorry. No, they didn't fire him. They he's actually been he. He went to the behind the scenes like very early, you know what I'm saying? Like I, I know he had like an ankle issue at one point, and that's what kept him out of the ring for a while. But he just never came back. He just transitioned into a producer and then uh, an agent, and that was it. I so, thought the Alpha Males was a better tag team um, that could have done something. Yes, they had so many fucking yes. tag teams if, from NXT in that in that era that could have been something. Had they actually, you know, tried to put? Because even um, this nigga, uh, Big Cass, and and the little dude, man, could have been something very, very DX, you know, esque. Oh yeah, uh, Amore. Yeah, you know that's uh, not it. that the originator of the of the song that everybody sings. You oh, know yeah. what I'm saying now? Because mm-hmm. before it was oh, it's oh, Amore. Don't now they use it for everybody and their mother. Uh, but, you know, wrestling. Yeah, and to answer your question, actually, um, he had a severe back injury to his lower back, or excuse me, upper back and neck. And it uh, put him to a point where he could no longer take any type of bump. I swore he was. One of the ones that they um, that Vince got rid of. No, no. As a matter, like I said, as a matter of fact, you know, they did the angle with him and Kurt Angle, and it was supposed to go somewhere. He got hurt apparently, and then he just never came back, and they just did it the whole fucking thing. Wait, who are we talking about? Jason Jordan. Oh. Never mind. I thought we were talking about uh, Otis's old partner. Oh, from he- what, Heavy Machinery? Yeah, yeah he, did get, he did get. He got shafted and got let go. All right, so to two people that actually are employed by the company. Um, Chelsea's Green is playing this snotty, bratty character that lasted seven seconds in the fucking Royal Rumble, but expects to have chocolates and champagne or whatever. Didn't we do this with... Uh, Carmella at some point. Um, Carmella, and we did it with that other dumb chick that got fired. Yeah. So but she... I, 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 but you know, if you were gonna, if you're gonna bring her in, I, I I'm totally because this is what she did on the Indies. This is what she did in TNA. 
hopefully what it's leading to is Cardona coming in, you know, because as a matter of fact, even watching TNA right now, it kind of looks like he's on the way out. So that's what I'm assuming we're, we're all but Ladies and gentlemen, to. he is paying 100% attention to this podcast. Do not concern yourself <laughs> with him saying there's a tele... Brock can, like, he can sit there and pay so much attention to several of things at one time. I'm telling you, ladies and gentlemen, I'm like, bro, I'm not like, hurt this product. I'm like they the won't. dude in casino that I'm watching all the different college games and shit. You know what I mean? I'm, I'm setting the markers and all that. That's what I do. That's what I do. All right. So Chelsea demands a match. Um, Adam, <laughs> she got one. I'm about done with that bitch. <laughs> so who comes out? Oscar. Now, I'm going to say this. I saw this especially because of the fact of her being a whiny titty baby. I thought Oscar would bury her, but that was not the case. There was a slight distraction at the very beginning because all the other ladies that are currently in the Unleashed Chamber, Chamber. including yeah. tonight's fucking Car- Carmella, mm. is around the ring. So don't know why. Whatever. They had an extra fucking ticket. So that distracts Asuka enough where she gets jacked early by Green. They give her, I will give a lot of credit for the booker here. Green gets a ton of time until. Oscar shakes it off and fucks her day. Submission and she didn't win. do bad. I mean, we can't front. No. You know what I'm saying? No. Chelsea Green did not do a bad job. You know what I'm saying? And the she ending, got her legs the in. She took her legs. Look good too. Yes. So you know, everybody wins. What do you think about it, JJ? I thought it's, it was all right. I mean, I love. Yeah, do... Anytime I see Oscar, I'm happy. Do you guys at all find a similarity between her and Britt Baker? Yes. No. no. Chelsea. Oh. Green. Yeah. For I, you know what? It's interesting. It's interesting. I thought I thought it too, but I was like, well, maybe I'm just, you know. They just have a similar look in, in the in the face, really, because you know Chelsea's way taller than her and stuff like that. Yeah. They're yeah, actually very close friends in real life, which is funny to me. Uh. Uh, Chelsea Green and, and Britt Baker. Green has but, more experience than DMD, that's for sure. But I think Britt is definitely the the star of the oh. of the two of them. She's still she. And no offense to Hater, I think Hater's fantastic. Her journey's been great, and she deserves. No, she's doing she a lot, a lot better. Too, but DMD you know is still more over, like. Barely, barely. You know what I'm saying? Like, because she's she's really over. But as a non-champion, though, Brock, as a non-champion, that's pretty fucking. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. You're absolutely right when you say that. Yeah, as a non-champion, to be as over as she is is crazy. She hasn't turned on her yet. I guess they're gonna wait maybe till after they face uh, the non-originals and whatnot. So we go to the last match to bring in someone to qualify for the chamber. It is – I'm a little disappointed. Here's what – I like Elias. I know – I don't think, Brock, you're a fan. I like him, but to, to give – and I know why they did it, but to give Dawkins the match at the beginning with Damian, but then giving him Elias, where – You saw where it was going, if, you know what I'm saying? Like, what, what if – to the first one, anyone could see that – Montez is winning this match, even though it was still a very good match. But I am also a fan of, uh, of him, uh, of Elias. But it, it, it's Ford doing what Ford does, and that's 
jumping as high as he can and splashing the fuck out of people. He is just when he does that running that does over the that top motherfucker buckle, does have a fucking vertical that's fucking off the chart, bro. Dude, he... JJ, take it away. Um, the match, of course, was good. I do. I I like Elias in the ring. Um, I don't like the fact that they're doing kind of this split up. And and granted, I don't know. I just feel like there's a lot of other guys in the back that they could have put in instead of putting yep. uh, Porter Dawkins, in my opinion. You know, I agree, a hundred percent. But you know, it was good. It was good. I, I just again to me, and it feels like Dawkins gonna um, Montez Ford is gonna be the fall guy, which to me that sucks. But that put fucking Elias in. You know what I mean? I thought Elias would have been a better win because then again, you do have that one that everybody could beat on, the one that's gonna be you know the fall guy or whatever. But I don't think that, that he's gonna be the fall guy. I think what he's gonna do is have a very impressive showing, and that's gonna be the beginning, the catalyst of his single push yeah so i i I wouldn't i wouldn't be surprised if ford was down even to the last dude you know what i mean so a month ago with seth rollins was fantastic but i i do agree that i i think it's way too early to fucking split them up um they didn't even they didn't even get a real good run as a tag team because it's hard to when your champs have had the fucking belt for however long. Granted, and, and and also, you know, during the Vince era, a lot of that tag team shit was fucking muddled anyway, you know what I mean? Because Vince was never a very big tag team nigga. Which makes no sense because, my God, did he have some of the best tag team oh. fucking business back in the 80s? You know what I'm saying? Like, how do you have the greatest tag teams on earth on your fucking TV show but not be a tag team fan? Yeah. Is amazing, but anyway, um, so yeah, I, I, I'm not a big fan of splitting them up. Also, and we don't know I anything, feel, ladies and gentlemen. Maybe they don't split up. Who knows? I, and then I feel like Dawkins falls into the fucking uh, the abyss once that happens. You know what I'm saying? Like, I'm gonna slightly disagree because they're giving Dawkins a push almost now. Yes, he lost to Damian Priest, but he won. I mean, they gave him did he did minutes. he really did he really though? All right, going in the match, did you think for a fucking second that Damian Priest was going to lose? No. Okay, so what they did though is there was they had a couple near falls that I'm like, well, fuck, you know, they just gave Carmella a fucking shot. Who knows, right? But no, yeah, he I, was fantastic in this match. I, no, it, anybody the questions what he could do, and I think that's going to be the difference here versus some breakups in the past where, you know, it was. Ooh, somebody screwed over somebody, and there was no singles background. You and I, and and, and wrestling fans, can see that. But you and I both know, in terms of uh, producers and what they do, as far as what they, the product that they put on TV, very rarely do they pay attention to that type of shit. And it's kind of fucking uh, moot to to see something. Very true. Because name the tag team. It's both good. There's a there's a Shawn Michaels and there's a Marty Jannetty. And... Exactly. That's, that's exactly what I'm saying. Name me a tag, a long term tag team that split, but both were still good. Um, you could almost go Steiners, but the problem was Rick was already a long time single stud prior to. And even once guy. after they split up, you know, it was it, yeah. how really good did he do? 
he was a side. He, he was shown as a sidekick. So that, that's my problem. So yeah, I mean that's and that's wrestling one on one. You know what I'm saying? So that ultimately means once again that Dawkins is gonna be shown the door or, or gonna be you know left in the dark after Montez comes up. What I would like to see is a breakup that's that's. I'm just going to sound stupid. Amicable. Meaning, let's say you mentioned, would any of us be upset if Ford won the U.S. title? No. Fuck no. I wouldn't. JJ? I don't know. Well, she's, she's on the hater aid right now, so who knows. But anyhow, let's say he wins that and he does his singles thing, and let's say that just kind of, they're still buddies, but it dissolves as far as a team, and they let Dawkins as his thing. It's always the the Sean throwing you through the fucking glass, right? Or I remember when Barry Wyndham turned on Lex Luger against uh, Tully and Arn, you know, they, oh, we're immediately going to clash. Where if it's amicable, they're not going to clash. You're not going to regurgitate the same storyline over and over. So if you're going to do it, do it amicable where they just, all right, you know what? I'm the U.S. champ. I'm a little busy right now, you know? And and do it that way is what I really like. I mean, if they didn't, if they didn't split them up in a, in a like a beefest way. Now, pause for the Thank cause. You. Back to Impact Wrestling. Jesus Christ! So, oh my God! But you know what I'm saying? Like, it's very rare that I can say something good about Impact Wrestling. But so, Matt Cardona was was wrestling some fucking dude. You know what I mean? But the dude and did like a little that was fucking. Actually, a dude in a mask, and it was like some fucking dude. That was his name. And they did, but he, the fucking dude, did like a a video montage just now. Oh my god, it was the funniest fucking thing because, and and I give Impact Wrestling a lot of props for fucking being as bold as they did. So you know, yeah. it's basically him making fun of of him and the other cat, uh, Brian, whatever the fuck his name was. And uh, he, he, he see two guys with masks of those dudes on. You know what I'm saying? So one dude has a Matt Cardona mask. One has a, a Brian uh, Dawkins mask, whatever the fuck his last name is. And they're playing with the wrestling toys because you know that they have like a, a show on YouTube where they, they've they've yes. been uh, known for going out and, and buying wrestling toys and, and being collectors of that. Okay, so let's go. So that, and then they show, they showed a picture of them back in the day, and next to both of them it says Edge's bitch number one and Edge's bitch <laughs> number two. <laughs> that I like. That I do like. That I nice. Like. You know, it just you just gotta you gotta like it to a certain extent, but you know, you either love or you don't, Brock. You can't sit there and say that you hate him and then you give him, give him praise. No, I mean but um, the, the the minimum the, the 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 little that they do that I agree that I think is cool, you know I gotta point it out because really they do shit. I mean, if you want to go to four hours, I guess we can go to we can include. Uh, no, 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 no. They have yet to do anything that, and even what's funny about that is that we're not the only wrestling podcast that does not include TNA in their fucking reviews. Oh, so. I know many. <laughs> Obviously, Actually. TNA is not doing what they need to do to get that fucking notoriety. So, um, but yeah. So, so where, where are we, Scuba Steve? So Ford wins uh, at the end. I liked it. I liked it. Uh, Theory of the Champ stands on the announce table, holds up his belt, not noticing that Seth freaking Rollins is behind him, 
snatches his feet so he falls flat on the fucking announce table, falls down, he laughs. But we now, well, actually prior to excuse me, we had one of the best promos of the year. Well, we're only in February, so I can say that. Where Cody's out there, uh, oh. he, he has he has the fucking crowd in his hand. Fucking a, bro. He knows he knows exactly kind of when he might be losing them. Maybe they're there. So he comes out, does his stick, and then here comes Paul Heyman. Now the story has always been at some point. He told a story about he. I think it was right after Rumble where him and his family were broke, flat out broke. Yes. And you know, co- uh, excuse me. The American Dream was doing commercials for local car dealerships and so he you know, keep the car just just to yeah just to have a car then you get paid and of all people Paul Heyman reaches out and says hey your name I can still use you and gave him a fucking job uh, above and beyond Cody still recognizes it but this this Cody's not into that right now Cody's just bullshitting about he's gonna take Roman and. I did no. a great job because the crowd went Sammy. Before, but, but before that. you get to the the real meat of this fucking promo, right? I'm fat Let's start talking about. Um, there was this fear, and if you're a wrestling fan or, or, or real who really pays attention to how these things work, and if you recall, if you go back a few years to. Um, when Batista won the Royal Rumble and the crowd all fucking turned on him because they wanted Brian Danielson to, to be the guy. Oh, yeah. That's when even The Rock came out. And can say, uh, no, that was, excuse me. I'm thinking about That was Roman. for Roman. And even then, yeah. you, but that's another great example of the same thing that I'm talking about where somebody won, but it was it probably wasn't the crowd favorite to win and to be in that position. Now, in this case... I feel like they felt that was going to happen and they decided to make maneuvers to avoid that. And I think that this fucking promo was the greatest fucking way to do that. And man, was it good, man. And then you even to the point where you could see Paul's kind of fucking. I don't know how much of it was was on the fly. But you could definitely tell that both of these cats was reacting to what the other cat was saying right up to the end where Paul fucking pulled that fucking trigger. And, oh, my God, what a great way to end it. A little, tell them what it was, Scuba Steve. Uh, JJ, hit it. Uh, it was pop a in after. literal mic drop. Literal. And I had noticed it was probably 35 minutes if not longer, on that whole promo, but you were waiting on every word. I thought it was... Well, you I always, were entertained the whole time. Oh, my God. You were just it, totally into it. And, uh, no, it, it, emotionally, you were, you were, you know, invested in everything that both of these motherfuckers were saying. Were complimentary yep. the whole time. It's, it was Mr. Heyman. It was just like... Boom, big fuck you. Let me tell you, I and I will say this to me, Paul Heyman is probably one of the best people on the mic. Oh, uh, period. And period. Not, you can't, you can't devalue his, or you can't, like, devalue, yeah. 
No, no, no. The devalue is not the word because the 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 word that I was gonna say was that you can't bring down his, you can't, oh man, diminish his value all the way around. You know what I'm saying? Not just on the mic, just his presence, his part, it, it, as small as as it really is in the bloodline, has been fucking. Mad. Every time that they walk out, right. And he has one belt. Roman has the... Uh, oh, he's wearing the other belt, right? They walk out. Roman asks him for the other belt. He hands him the other belt. And then he just stands there with the prayer hands right next to him. That little bit alone is so much. And it's so good. Everything he does, his faces, his movements. If you really pay attention to him, he has built Roman. Roman has done a good job on his own. But no, I yes. Absolutely. Absolutely. He has built. He is what made the bloodline and the head of the table shit, the Relevant. all of that work. Island of relevancy. Yes, absolutely. Absolutely. No, and then, you know, he but you know, I, I, I feel like he gave Roman the, the the lane that Roman needed to, to go into. To be Roman. To be yeah. Roman, exactly. You know what I mean? Uh, but it, it's still, you can't diminish, once again, his value or his relevancy in that situation. It, it's so, without Paul Heyman, there is no bloodline. I agree. I agree. Otherwise, you know, even though there was that tinker with the swerve of he was going to turn on him and he got the Superman punch. and Oh, man, but, but I then, thought that was the greatest part of it. You know what yeah. I'm saying? That he and ended up. came to shove. Nope. He turned the other way. And I thought that was. Fucking genius, bro. Genius. I, I don't know who. I, something. Something tells me as good as this is, because this started during uh, Vinny. I think this was something where it was like handed off to Paul, and said, "You let's see what you can do with it." And then as time went on, like, holy fuck! Like, okay, I see what they can do with it now. So. Um, no, it was great. And, and with Paul Heyman, even if he's just in the quote unquote dressing room with Roman in the background, I try to find him first because his facial expressions, no matter who Roman's talking to, whether it's Bloodline, whether it's now Sammy, of course, before Bola. No, his, and then my favorite, like, ah. my favorite, favorite thing is his disdain for what's her name? Uh, Kelly something, right. or oh. Catherine Kelly. Kelly Braxton? Not Braxton. Um, Braxton, yes. No, yeah, yes. <laughs> that, that was some good little shit back. There was that about a six months. He ago, fucks yeah. with her every chance that he gets, oh, bro. Like, every time that they talk. And she leans into it, too, so it's great. You know what I'm saying? Paul Heyman still, you know, you can't, once again, you can't diminish his fucking relevancy or his value for being value on that show. Word, yes, you can't. On yes, you can't evaluate his value. You really can't. I mean, it's he's amazing. This JJ said it. You talk, say the the retaliation. You know him. Unfortunately, him saying you know last time I talked to you, talked to your father, he was he said you were his favorite son, and then pop, yes. and then but he also said Roman Reigns was the son he always wanted. Now you Boom. would make an immediate attack, right, or whatever. And then he kind of pins him in the corner and he keeps calling, my name for you is, is Mr. Heyman. Out of respect, but everybody wants to make this personal. So come WrestleMania, I'm going to take those titles. 
personally. Gives him the mic and just walks out away. Fucking standing. Fuck. Out fucking standing, I, man. I, I'm putting that up for an Academy Award for, for promos. I mean, and there's there was good promos in this one. And and, and JJ, I want to go back to what you kind of said earlier. Th- this had some meat to it as far as time. But the funny thing was the beginning, I said the edge one went too long. You literally, I'm looking at my watch like, okay, how many times can he slap her ass? How many times can he run out of the ring? No. During this one, edge of the seat, what the fuck is next? And I, and I think it, that, that when you can do something for a duration of time and not have to like, okay, I think they're about done. What's going on? No, that's awesome. So this was a, a fantastic raw. That promo was fantastic. Um, no, and once that. again, it it killed that whole thought of the the Sammy the the Sammy wave was gonna fuck up the Cody wave. You know what I'm saying? So acknowledged it. Yes, I'm telling you that they couldn't have done it any fucking better. Yeah. Because it, that's exactly what happened. He said about Sami Zayn, and he even fucking went as far as to say, it might not be me and Roman. It might be me and fucking Sammy. And I'm okay with that, too. And the crowd was okay with it, too. Everybody was fine. And then Paul comes out. They do the fucking thing between them. And now now you want to see him and Roman. Now you do want to see him fucking. You, do, you know what I'm saying? Like, even whatever happens with Sammy, it's going to happen. You know what I mean? And we'll see where that goes. But you want to see fucking uh, Roman and and Cody now, where you might have not, you might have been on the fence previously. Yeah, no, that's and that's what promos are supposed to be. But there was something. What there wasn't another fucking promo on that show that was good. Me. I'm trying to think of it because there was something else that I wanted to fucking praise like a motherfucker. Go on to, to uh well, I'm on it. AEW. Now, they they have, this isn't AEW, this is WWE. No, I know it's WWE. I'm saying move on to AEW uh Rampage. Oh, okay. I was gonna oh. say. Is that's that the- is that it for, for Raw? That, that that's was it. it. Raw, right? I said that was it before, yeah. Yeah, so let's jump into Dynamite. And we're, they start right the fuck off with their champ, that son of a bitch, MJF, <laughs> against, I'm going to say it strong, Takeshita. Takeshita? Takeshita? Takeshita. Huh? Takeshita. I see I say it wrong all the time. I'm not a very <laughs> smart person, ladies and gentlemen. I just, I just love no that. fucking Japanese names are hard. <laughs> Oh, it is. I mean, if you and they all kind of sound the same, but are totally different. T A K E S H I T A. So basically, it's take Shida. But but that's he has the same shit as as Shinsuke, which you know what I'm saying has the S U K E that doesn't sound like an S U K E. So that fucks your head up all all together. Well, you memorize what people say. It's Takeshita. Well, yeah, you have to memorize. That's what the fucking the the announcers say. Thanks, but, thanks, you know, thanks, mom. You gotta pay attention and just repeat. <laughs> so they do this world championship eliminator match. I I don't know if that. I know in WWE no, it, they were doing that. I guess if it's so as Takeda wins, he can get a world title shot. I don't know. 
Which, why the fuck are you doing? Why the fuck did you have to do that? Okay, there was no reason to add that into the fucking match at all. You could have just had the match because he jumped in when fucking he was trying to fuck up Brian Danielson. That was enough. You make that match. He's an asshole. The elimination, why? That's stupid. And you know what I'm saying? And it makes you think, why the fuck would you have somebody get a shot at a title when you already have a title that you fucking building to at the pay per view? There should be no mention of a title shot yeah. before that. Yeah, but they didn't. They didn't say when. So this it was next week. Good. It was the very next week. They said yeah. it many times oh. because they did but, it on the women's shit too. It was if they was won, the they got a title shot the very next week. Yeah, that's dumb. But keep in mind too that the other thing is that uh, Brian Danielson say it still yes. qualifying. Yes. Pero Great todavía, job, you know what I'm saying? But I mean, ultimately, okay, you know, I mean, storyline wise, yeah. it's one thing, but you already know that you have that match set for the pay per view. Everything that you do up until that point should be building to that match. So the thought that there might be another title shot before that match is fucking insane. Why would you even fucking bring that into light? There's no reason for it. Yeah, but they do it all the time. I mean, it. But they're stupid. It, it, That's it, my but, point. Is the AEW does stupid ass shit for no reason, and they it, do some good shit too, though. So like, they do great shit, they, but they but they do a lot of stupid ass shit for no reason. W because WWE, we just talked about how they did the same thing with Charlotte and um, Sonya Deville. Sonya Deville. So I mean, uh-huh. it, it's the same shit. It's the same concept. They no, 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 because. Because the title shot that she got was mentioned, once again, was already set in stone before Rhea Ripley called her out. He's right on, on both counts. I think this is dumb. Match, it's very dumb. Match it's very dumb. Hold on. Hold the, on. For a great fucking match. Let's, <laughs> let's, let's say that. Wait, I, I have never seen. They're both on the top row. I'm going to say take Sheeta. I don't give a fuck. Sorry, sir. I do respect you. He is, they're both on the top. He does a clothesline, driving Lariat from the top. They're both on top rope. MJF, that piece of shit, lands on his feet and does a vicious super kick. What? <laughs> but, what? And, and, and somebody, uh, I think it was. Ricochet. This I want to say that uh, the, the guy, the, 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 the dude from the podcast that I listened to, WrestleTalk, uh, had made mention of it. He's never seen a match where a man would do such great, have great offense, but yet still do lame ass shit like hide behind the referee. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, he yeah, would do, have yeah, great right? fucking offense and then still do fucking wormy ass shit like hide behind the referee and things like that. MJF is so fucking great that it, it's unbelievable. The ending was. He's in peril. Uh, Takeshita goes for the pin. Takeshita. Uh, he's my homeboy. We're good. We do sake <laughs> together. That's what happens. Um, he's in a pinning predicament. Turns it into the... He'd been working the whole match and takes the win. I, I, they can do... Right now, they're doing a great job. Re-assholing MJF. Because let's be honest, when he won the title... The crowd was still kind of behind it. 
but he's doing little things like you just said as far as the referee gimmick. He gets interviewed later saying how he got in a car accident. Bro, that fucking, that fucking promo was so fucking great, bro. (laughs) JJ was looking up his address like, I'm going to kick this fucker's ass myself. (laughs) I'm telling you, but this match was, as much as I, all right, I respect MJF. He's 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 in, he's up in his game right now. I loved it. I love this match. No, I, I I hope he stays champion for so fucking long. It's not even funny. Yeah, but that means it. Well, we'll get to it in a second at the end here. Uh, Jay, about the match? No. no. Okay. Well, we get to our second. Uh, Scuba Steve hates World Championship Eliminator match. Between the bunny and and Jamie Hader, same kind of fucking scenario. Except this is more of a squash, to be honest. Uh, bunny has moves here, there, but overall, it's uh no. But you know, and, and we gotta give Bunny her fucking props because she's coming up, man. You know what I'm saying? Like from when I first started watching AEW uh, to now, the Bunny has upped her game. Oh, yes. Every oh, step no, of the no, way. No, 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 no. I didn't say she deserved to be in the ring, but this was squash. Let's be honest. I here. think they have a, a, a budgeting, a burgeoning fucking uh, women's division, and you know I'm 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 looking forward to see what where they go with it and stuff they like need, that. But yeah, the bunny did great. Yes, but this was basically kind of a squash. Uh, the interview Sierra and Tony Storm afterwards, which I don't fucking understand. Uh, in the back, they attack some. Uh, <laughs> Some, some random fucking kick. Sprays an L on her back, too. So it's like end up. But look, like, you know, it, it makes you laugh. It, it's, you know what I'm it's saying? It, it, you give it a little fucking, you know, all right. Uh, what do you think about the match, though? Uh, it was okay. Okay. I mean,. No, I mean Jamie Hayner is a fucking, uh, uh, an extremely talented she's, wrestler. And she's improving. Yeah. She's fucking improving. That's and she's a, as a champ. I love it. I, I, I tell you what, dude. And I like to give her a good title reign. I'm, I'm glad. I thought it was gonna be she beat. I think it was Storm, and then I thought she goes over to DMD. But this is so here's bad. my question. Here's my question. Besides, my favorite color is blue. Do you see a viable contender for her title? DMD. That's what I said, besides DMD. Oh, my my apologies. I don't know what they're going to do with um, Cargill. But right now, no. Right now, the answer is no. The answer is no. No, there's there's no viable contenders for her title right now. Tony Storm is the only viable contender. And she's doing the Mean Girls thing, which... Uh, the the only props that I give them for that is that they saw the writing on the wall that Soraya was not getting the reaction that they wanted. For Except some reason, it was going a different way, so they ran with that, and I, I think that's smart booking. Soraya, Soraya, suck. All right, so we're going to get to the <laughs> uh, Garcia Garvano. Gauntlet match. Basically, Ricky Starks has to go. Through, yes. Oh, don't give me. This will be quick. Has to go through Cool Hand, Angelo Parker, then Big Daddy Magic Matt Menard, 
formerly 2.0 in NXT. So I'm, I'm so sad to see them do this bullshit. Luckily, it was very quick falls, especially the second one was uh, Matt comes in, what the fuck, gets uh, rolled up, if I'm not mistaken. Then they they toy with it a little bit. Is it, is it going to be Garcia? Is it going to be Sam? I thought it was funny that the first two falls came fast. You know what yeah. I'm saying? Like he, I liked it. Because you, 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 started, you started to think, oh, man, this thing has got to face like five cats before he gets to Jericho. How's he going to do that? Oh, and he beat the first two quick as fuck. I thought that was funny. I thought that was good. Then I you mean, get to the match with Garcia. Yeah, no, it's and ask JJ. I'm sitting there and I, I and I like what they're doing. I am I am a Starks fan. Um, I didn't mind this at first because I was actually ignorant of the fact that if and or when he will get to it, gets to the gauntlet, he would actually face Jericho that night. That I night, it was exactly. Yes. Jericho next week. Now, when yes. I heard that, I was not a fan of this. Cause I think I'm even honest. the fucking announcers were, were under that impression at first. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And, then, and then fucking, oh, yeah, well, no, but it's tonight that he faces yeah. them. And he, can he go through all these people one night? I'm like, all of them? I'm telling JJ, like, fuck, dude. I like Ricky Starks, but I don't want to see him for an hour. Because I do and, and, you first, know. That, that that it would be two quick pins like we already talked about. Now, he, they, they, they toy, is it Sammy, is it Garcia? It's Garcia. Uh, and, JJ, you said something about they had him, eat, had him wear the pants? Yeah, because uh, Guevara had been trying to... Guevara gave him the, the, the leather pants, yeah. Gotcha. So, this was a solid match, um, given some decent time, since they saved a lot of time with the first two falls. And a mysterious, who could it be, who, 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 who could it who? be that uh, did a Judas effect, who, on Starks outside of the ring in a mask, that leads to the loss for Starks, and of course, shockingly enough to absolutely fucking no one, it was Jericho. So, hey, I did like what's the word on this, because you didn't get to Jericho. I thought this would match would go a long time. Starks is on E, and then Jericho cleans up the scraps. No, there are no scraps because Jericho said, fuck it. Yeah. JJ, so, JJ, oh, JJ, JJ, go ahead. Sorry. No, go ahead, JJ. I didn't have nothing to say. All right. All right. Well, She's been, you know, ahead. let me tell you something that JJ, your insight has been so poignant tonight. And I don't think we would have had a show without you. You're very welcome. That being said, here I go. Um, for one, I, I just to point out that once again, you know, shout out to Wrestle Talk. I love them niggas. They fuck crack me up all the time. Yeah, it's solid. Um, no, sorry, it's solid. They said that uh, you know, I mean, they're not, they're, they're no uh, turnbucks and brass knucks, but they're okay. Yeah. Um, he goes. Ninety-eight percent of of mass wrestlers are Chris Jericho. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Which always cracked me up because he's done that shtick before. Um, that being said, I am so fed up with this fucking Jericho Appreciation Society. I, I mean, I can't fucking stand it already. You know what I'm saying? Like. It's too much, you know what I'm saying? And you get over on everybody too often, you know what I'm saying? That's bullshit. 
it was like where I was with the Bucks. You know what I'm saying? Like the Bucks, I, I had I had the the, the 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 thought process that they were winning. Like you know, how many times could you fucking not lose? You know what I'm saying? It's bullshit. You gotta fucking lose. And the whole point of doing a fucking thing like this is the payoff is the fucking good guys are supposed to fucking win. Yeah. And it, it doesn't ever happen with, with, with Jericho shit, bro. You know what I'm saying? And if you look back into the fucking lexicon of, of Jericho and AEW, it never happens. You know what I'm saying? It's always Jericho on top. I don't like that. You know what I mean? I think so. When he was doing the whole thing um, against MG, MJF's uh, little crew, when he had uh, Guevara, um, right? Ortiz, when they had the fucking the other they crew, kept losing. All the Jericho's people kept losing. Even Jericho, nah, nigga, they fucking won. At yeah. the end, at the but end, but still, I mean, that was that's how because they were the, the the baby face team at that point. So that's how you're supposed to do it. You know what I'm saying? They're supposed to take L's and then finally win. That's well, how you do it. But they, 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 since the Jericho Appreciation Society started, them niggas don't take no type of L's. Hold on a second. He just lost that action guy. Remember? Yeah, but he took he took L personally. But it's still and and they didn't build on it. You know what I'm saying? Like he, they did a one, two, three kid moment, and they didn't go anywhere with it. And since then, he's beat him like twice. You know what I'm saying? It's it's fucking bullshit booking. I don't like it. That being said, of all this Jericho Appreciation Society, I see value in Garcia. I do see it, but it, it, you know they, they need to do something with him. Cool Hand, whatever the fuck his name is, he needs to be fucking back to the Indies. I'm sorry, my guy, you're not making it in this industry. Now, the other guy, the only reason I would cool keep man. him is because he looks crazy he and does, he says loud, funny up. shit. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Other than that, he's another fucking jabroni that they should fucking get rid of too. So I mean, the whole Jericho society has been a fucking failure in sports entertainment. And they need to fucking dead that shit as soon as fucking possible. So should I throw away the t-shirt? Uh, the Jericho Appreciation Society that I got you. Should I, throw that I, I would definitely put that that's, in the trash. That's totally my bad, dude. Because I really JJ unless it's the it. fucking uh, what's that bro's name? The one that I like, um, Anna J, or is it uh, Anna J? Yes, uh, no, I can't fucking stand the other bitch, but Anna J, all day, dude. That's your new name, all day, Anna J. Yeah, fucking lucky ass jungle boy, man. That nigga's a lucky son of a bitch. Nice. So, speaking of non jabronis though, we get to Rush Ooh. in the American Dragon. Yes, sir. I'm going to let Rock start this one. Holy Jesus, bro. You know what I'm saying? Once again, they, I, I can't think of a better fucking run of matches to lead up to a, a, a title shot than what Brian Danielson has done leading up to this shit, man. This shit, the match with Takeshita, uh, the match with uh, Mitch, whatever the fuck his English name was. Don't forget, Toothless um, Timmy. The, was it Timmy? <laughs> it wasn't even Mitch? It was Toothless Timmy. 
Tim Thatcher, is that his name, uh, JJ? Tim Thatcher, that's exactly yeah. what his name is. That's why I'm here, and ladies so, and gentlemen, all two of you. To, to help me when I call people Mitch, that are, their name is not Mitch. Or Irish broads, whatever. <laughs> <laughs> but so, yeah, I, I mean, wow. All those matches were fucking, and, and they're different. Once again, when we talked about the 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 seven series of uh, Lucha Bros and um, and the Elite, how they took seven matches and made each one of those matches different and exciting and 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 you know its own entity. He's done that with all these matches, and this one was man so fucking good. Like that part uh, when they both grabbed each other's head and were just fucking hitting each other headbutts. It was so good, you know what I mean? And I'm glad that Roosh got that that opportunity to show off that he was, you know, this is why they brought me in, ladies and gentlemen, you know what I'm saying? Because up until that point, you know what I mean, they, they had the fact that they brought him in for a reason had been lost in the sauce. But this was this match really, you know, um, pointed out to the fact that he's a great wrestler. And then again, shows how great Brian Danielson always has been. But like I said, I do feel like this is his final run. Like for some reason, this feels like finality to me that once he gets to MJF, that might be the end of Brian Danielson in wrestling. JJ, I'm going to let you go next because I'm going to go on a little rant because based on what he just said. I... I would hate to see that that's the case for him, but I think everything he does is phenomenal. And I, I honestly, I hadn't really paid much attention to Rouge, but I thought the match was just, he's it was great. It was a awesome match. This is a great yeah, And it was good and... to see him get, get that fucking shine. Thank you. Yeah. After Thank fucking, you. uh, Andrade uh, <laughs> left him, left him out to fucking dry. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> JJ brought that up during this match about how she felt kind of bad for Roosh because, I mean, if you've watched him in AA, you've watched him on the Independence, this, this guy's got it. But he came in as part of that little group um, with, uh, I'm just going to call him Andrade legally. I don't know what his name is. It was uh, Los Ingobernables. I love when you talk dirty. Anyhow, so. Again, and I'm sorry. I know that I am bilingual. I am Spanish. But I think that when you do these big ass, stupid fucking Spanish names in fucking wrestling, it's not going to fucking fly. You've got way like too it. many fucking white and people <laughs> who are non-Hispanic, period. Yeah, you know, the, uh, you know what? It, it, what's funny about that statement is that you're a hundred percent right, and yet I still love it. I I still think yes, go for it. You know what I'm saying? Still call them that fucking hard to say word that fucking white people can't say. I, I I'm all for that for some reason, but you're right. It doesn't make any fucking yeah. sense to do it. Yeah, hopefully Los both the, the uh, people listening are not but, Caucasian. But it's like ah, that's so stupid. And fuck, I I'm. I speak Spanish all day at work. I didn't know what the fuck legado del fantasma meant. I had to look up what legado meant. Uh, yes. 
Super corner in this fucking jukebox. But I mean, it, it, you know, I, I, you go, you go, Jay. I'm with I it. love it. I'm totally with that. Yeah, um, but yeah. So for you know, and, and so just to make it point blank and clear for the audience is that uh, me and, and Double J are Puerto Rican, 100 percent Puerto Rican. You know what I mean? Yeah. And so definitely have you know Spanish in our backgrounds. So it, it's it, it, that that's what makes her statements. That much more funny, <laughs> and that much more like, yeah, nigga. Uh, but at the same time, like I said, for some reason, yes, I still feel no. Name it those fucking hard ass names. You know what I'm saying? Learn the other fucking languages, carajo. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah, I'm all for that. But at the same token, it gets to the point where like I go sue the motherfuckers over there. I don't even care about their names because it's yeah. Too- I mean, but you know, it's either. I mean, you either go one way or the other. Either you love them so much you learn how to fucking say it, or it's not worth your time, so you fucking keep it moving. You know what I mean? So either way, it it works, and and I'm with that. You know what I mean? There's right. a long Caucasian here. I'm gonna go ahead. And Even finish. though I swear to God, those the you know interchangeable those ingobernables mm-hmm. and uh, legato del fantasma is the same fucking thing. Yeah. Exactly the same fucking group. Anyway, my love, go ahead. You had to, you had to uh, unleash about your thoughts about the match. And I, I will do so now. This match is fucking great. But what really has impressed me, and I'm, I'm going to piggyback or cherry little hitch on to Brock here. That's actually a conversation that JJ and I did have during the match. I'm wondering about what you're saying, Brock, as far as his last run, because I'm going to be honest. Even I'd say his last year in WWE, I fuck it. His old years in WWE, I'm, I have not seen him do moves that put himself in jeopardy physically as much as he's done in AEW, especially over the last yeah. five or six weeks. Absolutely, Brian Anderson, Brian, Brian Dan, whatever you call him, don't give a shit. American Dragon, he he's doing. These barricade shots, he's doing the table shots, he's just physically, Roosh is a big dude with fantastic agility, which he shows in this match. But toe-to-toe, just slap, I mean, unbelievable. And you're, you're a cat with fucking, uh, with concussion protocol issues. Thank you. And you're head-putting exactly motherfuckers, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. What are you doing? So, to me, it almost seems like He's like, fuck it. This is my last run. Now, exactly. As both of you probably seen, there was an interview a while back, and he said that he didn't say when his contract expires, but it's coming up in the next year or two with AW. He's he plans to resign, but he wants to resign on a part time basis, kind of thing. Uh, help the kids get along, get over. But overall, this is his last year or two years under the current contract he's in. He does not want to do full time work which could pull the fuck out of me because he's on TV like twice a week. It's ridiculous. Right. This match is fantastic. <laughs> I think this is another one, as I mentioned with Raw, with uh, the uh, Damian you gotta, match. And you, gotta, you, can't front that, you can't front that, you know what I'm saying, in, in that vein. Even in victory, he still accomplished that goal because Takesha's stock has risen. Roosh's stock has risen, and even Timothy Thatcher, who wasn't even fucking signed to the promotion, his fucking stock has risen. So, 
he's I doing really like that. He a plus fucking job, bro. Dude. And he was doing the let me get people over the last year or so. JJ used to get so irritated as I did sometimes in WWE where, all right, well, we need Cesaro to get over to get to, to Sammy. Uh, excuse me. My apologies. Uh, to get the Seth freaking Rollins WrestleMania. How do we get him up there? Oh, let's have him beat uh, Daniel Bryanson a couple times. Boom. He's up there. I mean, he's taking losses from the fucking Miz and stuff just to propel people. I'm glad to see that he's getting limelight for this. And uh, Brock, I'm going to disagree a little bit. You mentioned MJF earlier. You hope he has a big, long run. Fuck that. If, if, if this is Danielson's last hurrah, his last run, give him the fucking belt. Yeah. For God's sake. I'd definitely be okay with that. Yes. I I don't want to say the word quick. He deserves a long reign. The problem with MGF's reign has a fucking, he defended the belt one time against Starks. And that's fucking it. But anyway, this, this match was great. And it's another match. Roosh, even though he lost, they gave them, JJ, what was it? Like over almost 20 something minutes? Yeah. I think. Great match. Loved it. Roosh does does not get hurt. It's the opposite. It almost propels him. Uh, MJF comes in. Of course, before the match, MJF tries to lock in Danielson, uh, Danielson and tries to get the ref to count him out. Danielson gets through the thing, hurts his shoulder. So after this match, MJF comes in. Starts beating the shit until Tajina comes out to save the day. I will say this, and, and nobody touched on it. That fucking MJ, MJM, MJF, he is, um, he's something else, man, because he was uh, on commentary from the minute he got there. He started first, he started talking about um, Shivani. Then it was about the, um, the ref. I mean, he just was on it the entire time. Like, but I will say, and and Steve and I were talking about this. I don't think his his mouth, his attitude, his persona would fly at WWE. I don't think that if Vince still is. No, fuck that. Charge, it wouldn't fly. I don't think Vince would let that fly. I think Vince would love him more than fucking Triple H does. And I agree, I'm pretty sure I that Triple H loves him. I, I feel Vince would fucking love uh, 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 MJF. JJ, what did I tell you? If anything, if anything, and he's done this before, if it's Vince in charge, he'll give the world, he'll give the fucking Fort Knox mint to MJF. If anything, so AEW doesn't have him. And that's exactly what JJ and I were talking about. That's my yeah. opinion. That was, that was the only thing, but I don't think I because he's not the shit that he says. I don't think I think is even too far for Vince. I don't think. No, I, I think that it's definitely over the top for you know the 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 PG product that WWE tries to present, right? But I feel the character itself works. A hundred percent in WWE. It works. Matter of fact, it works better in WWE than it does in AEW. Now, yes, you you, you got to scale it back a little bit. You know what I'm saying? Because it's yeah. a little bit it scales it back. It's still as good because I think it's the fact that he's that. Uh, he is a needle pusher. 
he takes a guess. Absolutely. To a he, whole other he ain't level. going nowhere. The shit that he says, you can't take that anywhere else. I think it flies because it is AEW. Yeah, but My at the same time, but but at the same time, he can say shit, but just not just just not as offensive. You know what I'm saying? And still have meet his mark as the 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 bad guy and be offensive still, but not as offensive as AEW allows him to be. I, I but I, I still think the character works 100 percent well. I can see both, but I'm going to agree with Brock in the aspect if it's Vince, it it honestly would fit him better. No, than Vince would love that shit, bro. Vince, yeah, if Vince could have his him. way, he would allow a, it, all the shit that AEW allows him to say and more because remember, this is the man who, who you know, brought in, you know, transvestite niggas and fucking... Um, he was doing Jello wrestling. He was doing brawn panty wrestling. He was doing. He had Sable that had like tape over her nipples, and that was it on on fucking national television. Yeah. So yeah, no, he he'll push. That's, that's exploitation of women, which I think he's fine with because he's a fucking pig. But I, yeah, but Vince will pull the trigger on some fucking shit if they let him pull the trigger on it. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, like he, if we're talking 2024, I don't I my this could be another show, but I don't think Vince is gonna be around at that point. So let's hope he's not. You know what I'm saying? As, as much and you know sell it. Once again we got we have out. to give him all the respect and props of building this thing that we love because obviously we made a whole podcast of it because we love that shit. So at at all points of the day we have to look at Vince and say thank you for what Never you did forever. for the product. As at that saying that, at some point you gotta let go of the reins because you're it's evolving and you're not. You know what I'm Get saying? So out. that's there is no other way. I don't think that a lot of these different companies would even be where they are if it wasn't for everything that Vince has done. Hell no. But Hell no. um no. For sure. Absolutely. Um but yeah you're right. It, it's <laughs> for him Get out of his own fucking head and say, hey, you know what? You're not right. Get out of here. Go. Yep. You're fired. And fire himself, you know? So. No, and at some point, you got to do what's best for your own product and realize that, you know, listen, man, I, I don't I don't get where, where we're going with it. You know what I'm saying? I'm at an age where I, I can't wrap my head around the youth culture, but obviously, I need to stay relevant. So I need to move on and let somebody else take those reins. And, uh, you know, as much as he might have not been ready for it, he, you know, at some point he had to realize that that was going to be the move. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But getting back to the AEW product we're discussing, the next match is a actual title defense, not a qualifier or whatever the fuck they're calling it. It is... The Elite again coming out against Top Flight and AR Fox. Oh. I'm telling you, Top Flight, they are pushing. I, I would not have. Uh, and AR Fox is solid himself. He had a real good yes. match against Swerve. Yes. Before. yes. Dude, he is, he's, he's not some side fucking kick. The problem is, based not on injuries and his other commitments, he wasn't involved with Top Flight right away. But these three have been together for a long duration of time. They have, so, yes. These six motherfuckers, uh, dude, they 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 are great. 
coming uh, off of this is the shit about it. You know what I'm saying? Now, now mind you, the, 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 we gotta fucking we can't uh, diminish the fact that this match came after Takeshita and MJF, which was a great match, and fucking Brian Danielson versus Roosh was a fucking amazing match. And yet, still, these fucking six cats did not disappoint in no. any way, shape, or form. And I almost like the presentation as a three-man uh, with AR Fox better than I like Top Flight as a solo act. Don't disagree, but they're pushing Top Flight because they just beat the uh, end up beating uh, the Young Bucks. What, so was that two weeks ago, if I remember changing correctly? So, and the three of them won the, uh, was it, $300,000 three-man battle royal. Remember that? They sure did. The yes, seven. they did. So they are really pushing all three of these guys, even though, like I said, the Air Fox um, Swerve match was fantastic, but he didn't take the loss there. Which this was kind of why the, the match last week was stupid to me. Like, yeah. you know, you were already building to this one. Why the fuck did you have the one last week? That It almost made no sense, but AEW is AEW, and, you know, yeah. they, they really need to fucking get some... Uh, they need to get a legit booker into that fucking company to fucking make some sense out of what the fuck they're doing because right now Hold that thought it, it's process, all over the Brock. place. We're going to talk about booking in about five minutes. Now, this match was fantastic. It's great. Storytelling was great. There were so many near falls. Fox delivered a 450 on Jackson at near the end. That, uh, excuse me. Nick Jackson. There's two of them. Kenny Omega hit uh, Fox with one half of a second left. It was, I thought it was over. This match was great. Of course, the elite go through to win. But this is another one. It really was more about Fox and top flight, more so than the elite. We know what the elite can fucking do. Yeah. But it really shed a huge spotlight, in my opinion, with top flight and and Fox. Can I say, though, I love the elite's fucking entrance. Don't get me started on that. Wayward Son, I love that. <laughs> hey, it hits my heart a little bit. It really does. My nigga, bro, it that is stage, one of the fucking dopest entrances I, I can think of right now. You know, it puts a little rain in, rain in the eyeballs sometimes. But I, I love I that the fucking that entrance, bro. Separately. When, the, when uh, the Young Bucks face Top Flight, they use their regular music. Yeah. So it's only when they're with Kenny... Do yeah, it's only that. when it's the three of them. Yeah, it, it, I love it. I, I absolutely love it. And the story was funny. The, right before they started the series, um, you know, they were suspended and all that. Before they started their best out of seven, they got the copyright or trademark okay to do that song literally a half hour before they walked out. They were going to oh, go wow. by the usual elite stuff. But when you're dealing with, was it, I think it's Kansas. I believe that that, that that sings a song, if I'm not mistaken. Uh, they had to get the okay legally to do that song. Well, obviously they they, they got a clearance, but you know. But it was a half. It was like half hour before the thing. I love the. That's entrance. awesome. Oh, dude, the, the background. I love this match. I love Top Flight, and I tell you what, please put put the three of them together with or, you know the Top Flight with Fox or. Mix the tag team up a little bit, maybe like the new day. You don't know which two are coming out, but 
They're a great threesome, but the elite are still champs. JJ, what did you feel about this matchup? Oh, I thought it was fantastic. Uh, there was one spot where I want to say it was Matt Jackson uh, try to pin all three of them at the same time. Yes. It was, Good call, it was, JJ. Yeah. The elite are yes. just amazing. But I'm glad to see Top Flight and um, Aaron Jackson just really getting that that pushed the- such a good fucking team because then it puts us against what happened at the end of AW, which was just to me utter bullshit. Don't. I just threw up my mouth. Yeah, uh, Brock. Any the innovation. Hold before before my the, the innovation that the Young Bucks continue to do Everything. in tag team and 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 six man tag wrestling, right. and they ain't Young Bucks anymore. Yeah, it's outstanding. You know what I'm yeah. saying and. Other than the Usos, which it, 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 my that's my heart. My heart says I I love the Usos more as a tag team, so that's my number one tag team. There's there's no other tag team in the world that's better than the Young Bucks. You know what I'm saying? And that's just point blank and period. I would love to see something with the two of them combined, or even and, and you know even so much as to fucking throw in the New Day, which. I know the New Day and Kenny Ooh. Omega have a fucking uh, a relationship. Oh yeah, with the video games. So the three, so the three New Day versus the Elite would be another fucking uh, a dream match that I would love to see. What made you throw up in your mouth? Huh? Oh, uh, well, I'm gonna I'm gonna get to that in two seconds. What you just said though, you know what would impress me the most, or what I want to see the most, where you just said the New Day versus the Elite. That means Biggie's back in the fucking ring, and I yes. would get goosebumps. Yeah, you know, and, oh, you, you know, know did, did, warm you and didn't, fuzzy you my didn't tom fucking tom like have that fucking feeling like for the Rumble that he was gonna oh. fucking come out, man. When the two of them came out separately, it's so far between each other. I was like, oh man, wouldn't it be dope if that music yeah. hit again? And then it was him, but you know we we like hope right for when Big about e. to be eliminated. He catches him like he did the one year. Yeah, no, nah, you know after being eliminated. Hopefully, yeah. Big E has a speedy recovery, and we see him in the ring All again. Right. You know what I'm yeah. saying? As long as he can walk and wipe his own ass, God bless him, man. But uh, we're gonna get to the uh, Scuba Steve uh, throw up of the week. Uh, we have the acclaimed versus the guns. Uh, Daddy ass decides to sit this one out 100. percent He's like, I don't want to be a distraction to either team, but especially his boys, the Acclaim. Uh, of course, Caster's. Oh, man. This guy's a cluster fuck of bullshit this fucking match was. You know what I'm saying? Oh, no. That, again, and that's to say. This is Scuba Steve's vomit of the week. The guns win. Uh, I, I will give one credit to this. I'll give one credit of a minute. Of uh, basically one of the ass boys, I don't know which one was which. I really don't give a fuck. Um, they're they're an average team at best, but one of them had the belt was gonna hit. Um, Bowens, daddy ass comes out. Bowens is down, about to get up to get hit. He picks Bowens up, and the one picks him up. It looks like he's holding him for his yes, son to hit. for his son to hit him, and he pushed him. He and he doesn't let him do a. The whole fucking match doesn't make sense. That that part that part was, I felt was a, a decent swerve because 
I told Jay the whole time. Sorry, Daddy asked for going to swerve on them, right? Yeah, no. Da- I mean, that was the obvious fucking thing. To have the other ass boy, fuck the guns, they're ass boys, hit, uh, I believe it was Caster in the excuse me, Bowen's in the head, takes the shot, knocks him cold. He does a roll up for the one, two, three. Fucking, how are the ass boys your tag team champs? Now, I'm not claiming the acclaimed is a four-star wrestling tag team. I'm not. But between how over the R, the, the mic they skills, so and they have improved tremendously they're, in the ring. They're so Why over. You know what I'm Why saying? Take, like, Why do you think about I mean, are you trying to get the I, – I could understand this if, if the guns had a good push to this point. They haven't. Yes, they cheated to beat FTR like three months ago. Whoopie no, and it would have made – it. It would have made a hundred percent more sense uh-huh. if Daddy Ass had fucking turned on them. You know what That'd I'm saying? The but only he did it. This made sense. So it made no fucking sense for them to win. You know what I'm saying? That was my that was my whole point of this match was had Daddy Ass turned on, which was what I expected to happen when he made the fucking match last week. I said, like, "Oh, Daddy Ass is about to turn." Which I don't know why they would do if that's your biggest merchandising fucking thing is that whole group. You don't fuck like this nigga Tony Khan must have an aversion to making money because every time he has a chance to make money, he goes the opposite fucking way. But there, there was that. You know what I'm saying? And and so in that respect, I would have been okay with the Ash Boys winning the title if. Daddy ass had turned, but he did it, so it doesn't make any fucking sense. Sorry, guys. No worries. So, so, so we're talking about the regurgitation of the week, I think. Yes. Um, the acclaim, the claim dropped it to the guns. Uh, I'm agreeing with Brock. And probably JJ also while watching the match. This would make a shitload more sense if Daddy Ass did the expected turn, save his relationship for his sons, but he doesn't. Yet the sons still fucking win. Right. These and I. No, I'm not a fan of these guys, and it's not because I, I just don't think I don't think they're very good. I think they're average. They're not. They over. are average, and, and they're not even and, over with heat. Like they're not even like booed severely. Like they boo, they get booed, but not severely, to where it's like, hey, I'm gonna make a run with these. I, I don't mind a good heel team at all. Arn and Tully, one of the best heel teams around, and they drew money and people booed them so much they thought they were gonna get stabbed in the crowd. So this just makes no fucking sense. Tony's a fucking idiot. Yeah, uh, no, y'all, y'all go with. Y'all go with this. No, and as a matter of fact, you know what I'm saying? I, I, I'd rather spend the time talking about something else. So uh, we're going to say that's what happened. And you know what I'm saying? Hopefully they'll fix it later on somehow. That being said, uh, there's a lot of other shit that's more interesting. So uh, the great okay? Buddha. The yep. Great Muda just uh, announced his last match is going to be against uh, Kaito. Kaito. I thought his last match was against uh, Shinsuke Nakamura. 
It was it, it's his it, the best he had was his, it was his fair world tour, right? You know what I mean. Um, but you know, uh, Nitro gets his, his last match, All which right. is way doper of, of of news than fucking Dash Boys winning the tag titles. Yeah, but still, okay, Me. you know. Uh... All right, what's the next newsworthy thing there, uh, Brock? Um. That sure didn't get my uh, blood pressure running, that's for sure. Nothing. I'm just looking forward to tomorrow, see what's going to happen with uh, Jay. Isn't that fucking great, though, guys? How long How long was the time frame for which, honestly, it's like, hey, should we go home? Uh, SmackDown's coming on. Meh. I'd rather be doing whatever. Where now, it's a time of, fuck. But I you know what? I mean, if we talk tomorrow. about it, you know what I'm saying? SmackDown, you know what I'm saying? When it was under... Paul Heyman's leadership was beating the shit out of fucking Raw, oh, Raw for years, time. and now it's just doing it again. You know what I'm saying? Now it's oh, funny that it's, it's it, oh, but the discrepancy between the two is a lot smaller now, though, Brock. Oh yeah, for sure, because I mean, you know, Raw flat fucking sucked ass. Good. Yeah. Now um, another uh, very interesting thing that, that needs to be pointed out is that. Uh, I want to say Saturday uh, or, or uh, is the much anticipated match between uh, mm. the former Sasha Banks. Oh yeah, Mercedes who is Monet. now Mercedes Monet. Mercedes Money. Monet. It's pronounced Money. I'm French. It's not. Monet. It is it's Monet. Okay. Um, versus, uh, you know, Kai oh. Zane, you know what I'm saying? So that's uh, this weekend. Yeah, but let's let's all be honest though. Does any does anyone, even though I would love it, do does anyone think that Kai's going to actually win this match? I actually don't think that uh, Monet is going to win. You know, Lisa, you think Kai's going to win this, huh? I, I think she is because of all of the two. The likelihood of Kyrie Zane staying in Japan is way better. I feel like at some point the money and the lure of WWE is going to be too much for Sasha to to fucking uh, say no to, and she's going to go back. JJ, what do you think about that? I I almost agree. Holy shit. Hold on. Hold the fucking on here. If I drink too much, did I just hear JJ say I have to agree with Brock? Well, I mean, uh, you'd be surprised, but uh-huh. me and, uh, me and uh-huh. JJ agree more often than Rock uh-huh. Roll. <laughs> Only when it comes to wrestling. We yeah, I think wrestling is, is our, our great uh, benefactor that makes us, you know, connect because. I, you know, and just to, to give the fans the, a, a good story, there was a day that I was uh, I was watching. I don't know if it was any. I can't say it was NXT. I want to say it was uh, just a regular episode. No, it was NXT. No, matter of fact, it was AEW. Now that I think about it, I know for a fact it was AEW, and Adam Cole was in the ring, and he's he's giving a promo, and I'm looking at him, and I'm like, man. Oh my god! <laughs> the, 
He looks to me. I just looked at him and I said, "Man, that dude looks just like my dad." And then, as I'm texting my sister to say, "Yo, you don't think Adam Cole looks like like Daddy?" She's texting me, and I get a text from her that says, "Hey, send me pics of Daddy." And I'm like, "Oh shit! Why the fuck would she send me that?" So I immediately call her and I say, "Why? Because Adam Cole looks just like him." And she said, "Oh my god, yeah, that's exactly why." So you know. Me and my sister are very, uh, yeah, as much as we argue and fight and stuff like that, we're very in tune to what the other is thinking. All right. I'll, I'll go with that. So, so uh, Sorry, Scuba Steve. Did you not, were you not impressed? It's okay. <laughs> I think you're both fucking wrong, and uh, money is going to fucking win. But, you know, that, that's why uh, everybody has an opinion, like an asshole. Yeah, what it is. You know, I think that there was more of a, a publicity stunt than anything else. I, you know, uh, don't be surprised if you see her at WrestleMania and she'll like, you know what I'm saying? Because you think she's going to pull like a um, damage control, like after a match, kind of walk up like, hey, bitches, I'm here. Yeah, there's, there's got to be something. She's, she's, I can't see her not eventually coming back here. All right, so this has been another episode of Turnbucks and Brass Nucks for your boy Scuba Steve yeah and Double J Jones Jesse <laughs> good night everyone this is Brass Nucks all day every day Heavyweight primate with a Harvard mind Blunt filled with a citrus mixture orange lime Pussy drip when the thought of action come to mind Born to ride when the spring summer shine Bonafide, eyes wide running high You don't want the revolution to be televised Terrified from the Arab mountain death camps With the iron burning hot give you chest stamps Phone calls with the cloth over the mouthpiece With or without lead burn about an ounce cheap To the neck like a razor for the stubble Raise inside the struggle blazing in the huddle Yeah, dig a hole through the lamb in it Leather slippers in the sand motherfuckers couldn't stand in it Myself on the back, don't fake the funk on a nasty dunk shack I tag. Close the window to your soul. Weed inside my lung burn. These old suckers getting placed into a young urn. Specialized like the little bus. Use my chubby little finger first to stimulate the clitoris. King Kong ain't got shit on us. I'm out here getting it for real. Why you motherfuckers fill a bus? Weed in my finger flicker. I'm on a solo mission. Started at pole position. Eyes on a long division. As it burned my thumb, I roll another one. Quite persistent, that's why they call me my mother's son. Shoot the gold gift, leave your hoe stiff, make your hoe sniff. Hootie and the blowfish, I'll play the coke kid. Cause every motherfucker in here rockin' low dip. I'm on that old shit. Harry Horowitz always likes to pat himself on the back.